You're listening to the Action Figure Blues podcast, episode number one, brought to you by actionfigureblues.com. You're listening to the Action Figure Blues podcast, episode number seven, brought to you by actionfigureblues.com. You're listening to the Action Figure Blues podcast, episode number 13, brought to you by actionfigureblues.com. You're listening to the Action Figure Blues podcast, episode number 40, brought to you by the Pop Culture Superstore and actionfigureblues.com. You're listening to the Action Figure Blues Podcast, episode number 81. You're listening to the Action Figure Blues Podcast, episode number 125. Well, I don't know how we got here, but we did. You're listening to the Action Figure Blues Podcast, episode number 150, for the week of Wednesday, the 7th of January, 2015. I'm Scott, and with me tonight are... Ben. Adam. Justin. And John. This episode is brought to you by Mike's Comics and Stuff and ActionFigureBlues.com. Tonight, our discussion topic is 2014, the Troy Year in Review, and we celebrate our 150th episode with a mega AFB challenge. Everybody, happy new year! Bang! Woohoo! Woohoo! Yay! <laughs> Yay! <laughs> so, John, the grumpy cat of the AFB podcast, <laughs> how are you? I'm tired. Yeah. And I have no idea what day it is, so. Um, well, yeah, can't help you there because we're not in the same day. We're in the future, man. We're in the future. Yeah. So. No, it's just been strange because I've worked like two days out of the last 10. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. How's life in the past? Oh, good, good, good. Awesome. Cold, icy, you know, mm. the usual. I reckon Adam could use some of that ice at the moment, couldn't you, Adam? Yeah. We've yep. had um, two days above 40 in a row for the, well, I think we did for the first day of the new year, but for the last two days anyway. And um, yesterday there's a bushfire started about 30-minute drive from our house. And over last night and the morning of today, it got steadily closer to where we live. I reckon it got within 15, 20-minute drive of our place, um, and they're doing their best efforts to keep it away. Oh, boy. I just say, in the life of the show, I've had, um, on the day of the show, the I may not be able to record because I'm sick text, the I may not be able to record because my kids are sick text. I've never had the I may not be able to record because we might have to evacuate text. Yeah, until today. Yeah, that's a new one, until today. So (laughs) thanks for ticking that one off the bucket list. No worries. Yeah, and we um, we we send good thoughts for your continued safety. Thank you. So what what happens to the um nerd room if you have to evacuate? I just leave it. All goes it'll up. Be, and, it'll yeah. be me, Beck, the cats, and that's it. Yep. Fair enough. And whatever clothes we and whatever else we can chuck in the car and kind of five minutes flat. Oh. Um, it's just not worth. No. Trying to pack all this other crap into the cars and whatever, we just let it go. Yep. Uh, well, be safe. Thank you. Now, Justin. Yes. No, no um, fire danger where you are. Uh, not currently, but we've had that same sort of thing. We uh, 
have been nearly evacuated before. So it was just like Adam as well. We have one box with all the uh, photos and yeah. uh, uh, videotapes of the kids when they were small, and then that's it. We know how to get out and get away. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. on a lighter note, my son, uh, he got a fishing rod and some fishing gear for um, Christmas, and we have been catching up a storm of fish. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> so what kind? Um, well, there's been a lot of brim. Yeah. Uh, he has caught a yellow jacket. He caught today. He caught a uh, puffer fish. Oh and wow! He, he caught I'm a mud, he, he had a wrestle with a mud crab. Oh wow! <laughs> Which was very funny. He was like, uh, "Dad, there's something weird on the end." <laughs> and I'm looking down again. Uh, just let the crab win, son. <laughs> I'm not dealing with that. <laughs> And and are you skilled in the ways of preparing these fish to eat? Yes, uh, I can do all that. Wow. Mm. Good on you. Awesome. Yeah. If we never need anything gutted and filleted, we'll let you know. <laughs> well, I tell him, you know, if we catch something, we have to uh, be prepared to eat it. And so when I was going about the nasty business, he ran behind a tree. <laughs> uh, 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 uh. <laughs> like, Is it finished? Is it done? <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah. Fair enough. <laughs> So, Ben, any fishing uh, on your holiday schedule? None. None? Nada. What I'm has like John. Yeah. I, I don't know what day it is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've had two weeks off and they all start to just blur together a bit. So, And I kept my Christmas tradition alive of eating a leftover trifle for as long as I can stretch it out. Oh, wow. And so I was having, you know, my Boxing Day trifle for breakfast and... I eventually got to a point where I just I just couldn't do it anymore. I was, not to mention, Mrs. Shake just kept looking at me, going, "Hasn't that been in the fridge a bit long?" Yeah. <laughs> and then I just whispered to the trifle, "Shh, just don't listen to her." Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> fair but, enough. You know, it's a new year and uh, time to look after myself. So, because I'm home with the tadpoles, I've been drinking way too much pretend tea, eating way too many pretend cupcakes. And all the the joys that come with uh, uh, attending a four year old's tea party. Yeah, well, those aren't bad for the figure. The pretend tea. No, no, yeah, yeah. calorie wise, they're good value. Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> Should be part of anyone's you know diet plan, really. That's, yeah. that's yeah. right. That's right. And you're suitably relaxed. I am. Yeah, we had my sister. Um, and her partner out here from the States, they just went back yesterday. Ah, oh, you're sisterless. I'm sister. I know. I'm sisterless. It's sad. Um, so yeah, we had, we had great fun except for the night that we spent in the emergency room because she, yes. um, stabbed herself in the eye trying to get her contact out. <laughs> As you do. Oh, I was hilarious. I mean, uh. in retrospectively hilarious. Um, so, and I wouldn't say she's not, she's not the calmest person when she's sick or injured. I have had to provide, um, intercontinental emotional support once when she had to go to the dentist. Um, is like, that code for slap? No, it was like, oh my god, you're going to be okay. Just breathe. Um, not, not like you know, just a dentist appointment, but like you know, she had dental issues, kind of thing. So she wasn't calm. It was very funny. We got to about three o'clock in the morning, sitting in the emergency room at Wollongong Hospital, waiting for her to, because they looked at it when right when we got there, and the guy said, "Look, you actually do need somebody to have a look at this, like just to make sure it's not worse than just a." corneal abrasion which is what it was um so there was a point where she was like do you think you could go to the Seven Eleven next door and buy me a towel if you um i gave you money because i'm really cold 
<laughs> That's when the slapping started. <laughs> I was like, 7-Elevens don't sell towels. And we could probably just ask the hospital for a blanket. And she was like, oh, no, no. <laughs> I don't want to boil them. I know. <laughs> so I went up and got her a blanket. But she lived. She only had to wear the patch for a couple of days. So, um, you know, she played the bikini pirate down on Wollongong Beach. Yeah, was really I was going to say, did you make the most of it? Oh, you got yes. Talk like a pirate? Yeah, absolutely. I was like, where's your parrot? <laughs> Yo ho ho and a bottle of whatever. So, but we had a great time. I'm very, very blessed that we get to see her pretty much every year. So, it's a good thing. But um, I am glad to be. We were staying with family, and I'm so glad to be home now. <laughs> you know, you just hit that point where you're like, you know, I love all of you, but I don't want to be with any of you anymore right now. <laughs> I want to be in my house. And uh, today, I think I mentioned a couple of shows ago that my eldest was getting the Lego R2D2 for Christmas, um, and Today, she started putting it together, and the score right now is Lego R2-D2 1 Miss 13 0. <laughs> yes. So, that is going to be a nightmare to get together. <laughs> oh, dear. Well, we have got a lot to do in this show. We're not doing all of our normal features because we're celebrating episode 150. Um, but, of course, we always start with news. So, let's take a break, and we'll come right back with the articulated news. Hey, what's up, Action Figure Blues Podcast? This is a long-time listener, first-time caller. This is Derek Crabb of the Fanholes Podcast and the History of Comics on Film web series. I'm from the California Bay Area in the good old U.S. of A. I collect DC Universe classics, which is what got me back into collecting after a long hiatus, and I've since spilled over into other six-inch scale collecting with Marvel Legends, Soda Street Fighter, Ultra Act Ultraman figures, and also an occasional NECA, Figma, Mafex, or Figure Arts release. Just want to say congratulations to Ben, Scott, John, Justin, Adam, and Eli on 150 episodes. Keep it up, guys. Good work. Well, it's the uh, holiday period, but there is still news. The news just never stops, and we've got the latest and greatest. Certainly not all the news, but these are the things that have caught our eye that we felt were worthy of discussing. And Ben, you're going to kick us off, so over to you. Thank you. First off, uh, proving... Well, continuously, that they have some of the worst marketing in the toy business is hot toilets. <laughs> um, because this is one of those ones that completely snuck up on us once again, including full solicitation, ready for pre-purchase, uh, no mention that it was coming, and that is the Hot Toys 6-scale Darth Vader. Um, so they have been thick and fast with their Star Wars license, and um, Vader has arrived. This is actually based on the uh, Star Wars Episode Four, so A New Hope. I just call it Star Wars. Um, interesting. I mean, first off, price, 300 bucks. Um, 300 bucks, that's uh, an awful lot for uh, a six-scale action figure. Um, this was always going to be one that uh, I think they really had to just go absolutely over the top with to, to blow fans away because the Sideshow one is just so good. Um, and, and looking at the solicitation images, I don't know that they've actually managed to achieve it. Um, I, I was pretty excited when I saw this in the inbox, but um, once I clicked on it and had a uh, I haven't actually been blown away by this. I, I I don't know. I mean, Scott, you've actually got the uh, the sideshow version. I do. 
Um, and I, for the price, which is considerably less, I think it's about 60 US dollars less, um, I think it's probably the superior of the two. Well, I've got him right here, and he's pretty awesome. You know, like I... Um, <sighs> I, I have pre-ordered the Hot Toys one because, you know, I've I've got a, an interest in seeing how they do it, but I certainly won't keep both, um, mm, you know, because mm. so we'll we'll see. But I love the the um, the sideshow one, so I guess it's a wait and see. Yeah. Um, the interesting thing about this for me was that, unlike the last couple of Star uh, Hot Toys releases, um, this one I could pre-order um, for shipping to Australia from the sideshow website. Oh wow! Bizarre. I know. That's that's yeah. th- that's basically the reason why I pre-ordered it because I was like, hmm, I'll just see if I. Oh, I can. Oh, woohoo! <laughs> and uh, How odd. Yeah. The thing. The thing. What you said though about the marketing. I mean, I agree with you, but I just don't think they need it. No, well, it's true, but I, I just think they need to have a bit more of a hand in in announcing this stuff. Sure, um, sure. You know, when you're spending three hundred dollars on an action figure, people like to know a little bit in advance that sure. it's coming and, and do a bit of financial planning yeah. or whatever. Well, the thing, um, sorry, sorry, the thing that I noticed that I thought was interesting was that um, by the time I actually found out about it, because we were traveling on that day, it, the pre-order was already sold out on Big Bad Toy Store. Mm-hmm. So that you know, that's why I'm kind of saying I just don't think they actually need to spend money on that at the moment because they seem to be able to print it. Well, that's right. Sure. Well, look, there are some definitely some pros with this figure compared to the sideshow one. Um, in addition to the light up, you know, chest piece, the electronics, etc. Um, this one actually has the breathing effect. Um, and the other thing, which I think is probably the, the absolute standout for it, is it comes with the two sabers. One is lit and one is unlit so that you can, or unignited, so you can hang off his belt. But um, the ignited one actually lights up. So it uh, looks like it has the full sort of LED all the way through. Um, I'm not a, a huge fan of the tapering lightsaber. Um, I, I didn't actually, it took me a couple of um, looks to realize that it was that sort of very early version lightsaber with a mm. tapered blade that gets thinner the longer it goes. Um, I think Vader is someone who actually gets better over time. Like I think by the time we get to Return of the Jedi, he's really kind of peaked with the, the look, I guess. So I was trying to compare the two figures and, you know, I mean, the, the differences aren't huge between the costume, but there are those subtleties. So, I don't know, John, um, you know, does the, does the Star Wars Vader... I, I, well, I have one question for Scott on on the sideshow one. Does the the vest thing kind of go under the shoulder armor, or does it go over it like this one? It goes under. Mm. Yeah, see, that's what's throwing me on this one is it's going over it, and it doesn't look right to me. And I don't know if that's accurate for the first film or not. So his side curtains should actually be hanging under. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, hold on, hold on. They should be satiny. Yeah, they are. Yeah, they're hanging under uh, on the sideshow one. You know, the thing about the sideshow one that makes me think the Hot Toys one's going to have to really work hard to match it is that with this one six scale stuff, because I don't really have a display space for it, the majority of my one six scale stuff is not on display. But my Darth Vader, ever since I reviewed it for the show, has stayed right here on my desk because I just haven't been able to bear to put it away. I love it. (laughs) <laughs> you know, I love it. So, you know, if it's got and, and light up effects, which this does have, it doesn't have a light up lightsaber, but it does have other stuff. That's all great. But you know, at the end of the day, like the batteries have run out on my sideshow one. I haven't replaced them. Mm. Um, you know, because that's not something that you're kind of playing with every day. But I just love having this guy around. So, but we'll see. The pa- I mean, the, the extras obviously will. 
you know, be part of it. There's no exclusive uh, bit, is there? No, there's no. not. I mean, he comes with the interrogator droid, which okay. is uh, that little extra. But then, you know, the sideshow one comes with a, a completely different portrait, the separate Correct. helmet. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's that's what I was I was thinking is, you know, if you're going to do this, why not go all the way and do that? Mm-hmm. If scale upsets you, then you'll be pleased to know that um, they're both the same height. Okay. So they're, they're both, I think, 13 and three-quarter inches tall. So... Um, yeah, they're 35 centimetres tall. So. Yeah. It's yeah, interesting. It, it is odd, I think, just because, you know, Sideshow and Hot Toys have got such a relationship anyway mm-hmm. that maybe there hasn't been, you know, coordination here in the way that you might think. You know, it'll be interesting to get them side by side and see. Yeah. Yeah, I notice I'm actually on the the sideshow website as well, and I've just logged in under my account, and it's actually coming up with delivery restrictions apply. Yeah, but when you click on it, it will let you order it. If you go to the um, Pre-order like the stormtroopers one, etc., it doesn't even come up with um, it doesn't come up with the same thing. So yeah, yeah. yeah there you go. Weird. Mm. All right. Well. Moving on, and uh, while we're talking about Sideshow, they did their annual 12 Days of Sideshow, which means we get lots and lots of spiffy little um, previews of of things to come. You get um, usually very obscure things. I mean, it's pretty obvious what it is, but you usually get a bit of a silhouette or something like that. Um, So, so far, we've starting with the the Christmas Day preview, we get a hint that we're getting a Darth Vader um, premium format statue. So um, that'll definitely be mixed media, and if anyone can benefit from a mixed media statue, it's uh, it's Darth Vader. So um, there's certainly been lots of um, Darth Vader stuff through Sideshow, like the Mythos statue, etc. But we've never had that quarter scale uh, premium format. So that'll be very nice, and uh, I'm keen to see how much that's going to cost, and whether there's sort of any additional light up or anything like that. Um, next up, we had uh, a hint that the, they're working with um, the Dynamite gang to do another Red Sonja um, statue. Um, there's a subtle hint there with a snake coiled up, so that might be the, the famous Michael Turner cover um, that he did way back. Um, and that comes – it's a premium format figure, so I think that's actually going to peeve a lot of people because, hey, it peeved me because I just picked up the Red Sonja premium format statue yeah. for the – to do another one so quickly, um, you know, kind of an- annoys me that I could have had choices, basically. Um, if it's based on the Michael Turner, that's fine. And, you know, I know I'm going to get hate mail, but, you know, I was never a, a huge fan of Michael Turner. So if it's um, based on his artwork, I, you know, should be a bit of a pass. All right, moving on to December 27th, um, we get a bit of a hint of the next character in the uh, Sideshow DC premium format series, uh, and that is a trident that is covered in water. Yay! Um, So that's definitely going to be Black Manta. Um, But I actually have seen a promo sketch um, for for this figure as to um, a work in progress, and it's a... a uh, bit of an action statue, so I think that's looking pretty good. And it is, of course, Aquaman. Yay! Where have you seen the sketch? Uh, I think it was Sideshow Freaks. Someone posted um, a work-in-progress sketch. I'll wait so. and see. I'll wait, I'll wait and see. I'm pretty so impressive. 
Yeah. Pretty impressive. Yay. So that'll be good. I'm very, very interested to see what kind of swap outs we get, what, what we get for the exclusive. Um, I mean, there's some um, pretty obvious things there. Obviously, a swap out right hand, one holding a trident and one just a regular right hand. I guess the left hand, they could swap out for either the hook or the water hand. Yeah. Yeah. You could swap out the um, the portrait for a bearded version. So I think there's some pretty nifty variants they can get out of that. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see, too, where they go in terms of classic or modern. Well, I think pretty much everyone's been pretty kind of classic. They so have, yeah. I'm, I'm hoping they, they stick with, you know, I don't want to see, you know, these stupid collars. <laughs> so, I'm just anyway. going to be happy, whatever. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's right. All right. Um, next up on the 28th was a Terminator T800 endoskeleton Terminator Marquette, um, which would be interesting. Um, looks like it lights up, and that'll be out of my price range, so very nice, but, uh, yeah, not for me. Uh, December 29th was a Django Fett premium format statue, so getting some more uh, Star Wars love. There's already been a um, Boba Fett premium format statue, so... I think fans of uh, the Fets will be interested in that. Uh, December 30th was the one where I giggled like a fat kid on free cupcake day. And that is... He always the... says that when I'm on the show. <laughs> Thanks to fat kids or cupcakes. I, I try to, you know, pay tribute where I can. Um, and that is a premium format Spider-Man statue. Um, and... I I love it. I love the pose. I think it's um, going to be pretty awesome. The only thing is I think this one looks fully sculpted. Um, there was some suggestion that this was the Amazing Spider-Man 2 movie statue just rejigged to be oh. Spider-Man. So um, I don't know. I mean, this one's a premium format statue, but it doesn't look like it has mixed media. And, and since um, Sideshow, you know, they, they've been doing pretty well with the um, – the mixed media on people like Superman and, I mean, even the, the recently released Catwoman has the full bodysuit. So, I, I don't know. This one doesn't look like it has that mixed media, but it'll be in a quarter-scale format. Um, but then again, after the um, the Man of Steel premium format debacle where he was made of plastic, um, I think I'd rather a sculpted one if uh, mm-hmm. I had to choose. Mm. All right, moving on. December 31 is um, Sideshow are teaming up with the company Star Ace to bring us Harry Potter figures. Well, not us, not me, because I just don't like Harry Potter. But uh, for those of you that do, you'll be pretty excited that, to get some um, some sort of, I guess, uh, higher quality action figures. Yep, don't bowl me over with your enthusiasm, guys. I don't even know who Star Ace are, so... <laughs> well, well, I'm sure we'll be talking there about it. There we him. go. Ha- half of Kiss. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, boom tish not the good half <laughs> oh. so are these different from the guys that have been doing this stuff already i have no idea because no. the um we've got one coming up later oh that's from star ace yeah so maybe it's the same uh people that have already been doing these ones that we've been covering and they're just now coming to sideshow i don't know yeah, I, I seriously considered doing some research, but yeah, uh, after I thought about it, I decided to get on with the rest of my life. Okay. No, it is. I'll, I'll do it for you. Um, and uh, yes, it is. Excellent. All right. January 1st is more of the Sideshow Premium art prints. So this is a new thing that they've been doing where they are releasing high-quality prints based on the control art for a lot of their pieces. Um, we've seen quite a few of these already, and they announced that they would have Lobo, um, Scar, as in the Hulk's son, and um, that dude from Court of the Dead whose name uh, escapes me. 
So they've actually been selling out. So obviously people are keen to have those. I know um, oh. one one thing that a lot of collectors do is they actually display that kind of thing behind the statue. So they, they line their statues up along, you know, a shelf and then they have the art behind it. So um, Sideshow have obviously hit on a good thing with that one. Yeah. And uh, moving on, January 2nd, we got a preview of the Ralph McQuarrie-inspired Star Wars Stormtrooper statue, um, which, um, yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, I love Ralph McQuarrie and I, I love his... I love his designs, but I don't know that I've ever looked at a Ralph McQuarrie design and gone, yeah, I would have preferred that than the, the final version. You know, you look mm. at his Chewbacca and go, yeah, I know he showed up in Star Wars Rebels, but I'm glad we got the Chewie that we did. Yeah. Yeah. So. I wonder if uh, he'll have a shield and everything because mm. the, the McQuarrie Stormtrooper at one point, I think, is shown with a shield and a lightsaber. Yeah, that's right. The original one. Yeah. yeah. I did like his version of Luke Skywalker where he's in kind of like that scuba gear. I always thought yeah. that was pretty cool. Yeah. All right, and January 3rd is a preview of a – it's a continuation of the J. Scott Campbell Spider-Man comicette series. Um, we obviously got the Gwen Stacy, Mary Jane, and Spider-Man, and they've now announced that there's going to be a black cat to go with that series. So mm. any interest, Adam? No. <laughs> okay. Do we want to, do you want to think about it for a minute and get back to us? Or? Yeah, okay, let me think. Yeah, still no. No. Nah. Um, yeah. Happy with uh, your Mary Jane? Yep. Yeah. Didn't get Gwen. Didn't get Spidey. We didn't get Spidey. No, just Mary Jane. Yeah. So anyway, that's uh, everything up until we are still waiting for January fourth and January fifth. So some pretty nifty stuff there. Um, at a minimum, I'll be after Aquaman and Spidey. Just Aquaman so, for me. Yeah. Very nice. Um, and I think Spider Man should be a complete pain in the butt to. Um, to display too based on the, the pose they've got him yeah. kind of leaping over a, a rooftop with one hand on um, on sort of the brickwork his legs swinging up beside him and he's getting ready to shoot another web so that'll be a complete hassle to to display if it's wide like that so looks like it yeah and uh, my last piece of news falls into the wtf category not not red carded but just as in huh and uh, that is that go hero those uh, that little company that keeps chugging along with some nifty one six scale action figures like their um, Shadow and Doc Savage um, have announced a one six scale Adam West. Oh, thank God! Yes, yeah. So I can yeah. sleep now. I know. Um, apparently, it was shown at New York Comic Con last year, and we've now seen all of the pictures coming up from uh, in advance of the pre order. Um, I think this was a, a thinly veiled, you know, uh, attempt to get a um, Batman type thing out without actually having to pay any rights other than to yeah. Adam <laughs> himself. Um, so this is looking uh, particularly James Bondish. Mm. Um, well, you know, when when I saw this originally, it was on my phone, and it didn't say who it was. You know, it just said the it had the the tagline, "The only chum you'll ever need." Mm. Well, <laughs> I I actually thought that it was Sean Connery on the oh, small wow. picture. Yeah, yeah. Well, look, this is based on a new comic book called "The Misadventures of Adam West" by Blue Water Comics. Oh, um, and this is the first time he's ever been portrayed in one six scale. Um, so he comes in a pretty a, a couple of nifty outfits. He's got his sort of tuxedo, then he's got more of a casual wear. Comes with a couple of different guns. Uh, etc. So um, yeah, he's got a, what is it, a leisure suit uh, and then he's got his formal wear tuxedo. He also comes with the magic amulet from the comics that sort of, you know, 
causes the whole thing. Uh, guns, shoulder holster, multiple hands, a figure stand, etc. And we don't actually get a how much. Um, but Go Hero stuff isn't overly expensive. They're actually pretty good. Like I noticed that uh, I think a Doc Savage is sort of less than $200. So certainly not looking at a $300 hot toy. Um, yeah, look, okay. If this is your thing, good luck to you. I think, you know, good on them for, I don't know. Pass. Yeah, look, not my thing, but uh, if you love it, good luck to you. And that is my news. Fantastic. Justin, over to you. Okay, I'm going to get into this. So the first four figures presents Castlevania and Dracula. So they've picked up a new license, which is Castlevania. And this Dracula figure, or statue I should say, comes from Castlevania II, Lords of Shadows. So in this day and age, manners are very important. And I'm just going to read the first (laughs) couple of sentences from their preamble here. It says, hello from first four figures. We hope that everyone out there has had an excellent holiday season. Isn't that nice? Isn't that nice? (laughs) So anyway, from memory, these guys do uh, statues based on uh, video games. So they've done, um, I think, Zelda stuff in the past. Okay, cool. Anyway, Dracula comes. So this is a video game, is it? Yes, this is Castlevania yeah. Part 2. Of the oh, Part 2. Right, yeah. well, I'm really out of touch then. <laughs> this Part 1 all together. There's two versions of this. So there is uh, Dracula sitting very brooding on his throne, and that is limited to 750 pieces at a price of 284.99 US. And the exclusive uh, model has a jewel-encrusted goblet. So, and that will set you back two ninety, sorry, two hundred ninety nine and ninety nine cents. So Ooh. it's limited to four twenty five, and expected to be shipped on third quarter of next year. So, I, I really want these guys to produce action figures and then only do four figures in a wave because I just want to keep saying first four figures presents their first four figures. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it is an odd company name, I have to say. Mm. Yeah, we do have a few of those. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. If I was going to do Dracula and picked up the lights, I'd do something more exciting than a sort of emo Dracula on his throat. But anyway, <laughs> that's just me. <laughs> that's my cup of blood. So. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Thoughts, feelings, anything? No. Move along. <laughs> oh, yeah. It is what it is. It is what it is. It looks beautifully sculpted. I'll, I'll give you know, full credit. Yeah. Eh? And the throne is very... Uh, Thronish. Thronish. Yeah. <laughs> 18 inches, I didn't mention that, so from go to woe. Holy so, crap. Yeah, if that's your thing. Mm. If that's Get your it. thing. We sound so patronizing tonight. <laughs> yeah. If that's your thing, I good on you. <laughs> yeah, speaking of that's yeah, your you, thing. You go, go buy it, weirdo. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we won't mock you to your face. <laughs> <laughs> My next bit of news is a new Black Bat Mego style action figure. So this is actually from Nemo Publishing. And they've brought out uh, the Black Bat, which I guess has an audience or a, uh, you know, he's a need in someone's collection. Um, so he will set you back $15 till February the 16th, I think. And after that, he'll be nineteen ninety-five from, let me see the website. So what are we looking at? Sorry, I lost my chain of thought there. <laughs> All the W's, Capnelli. Com. So go and check out the Black Bat. So he's a character, obviously a pulp character. It says here for 1939 hero. Um, I, I wonder suspect. who owns 
sorry, I wonder who owns the trademark, the Mego trademark. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Because if I were them, I'd be suing the butts off all these people oh, that Mego style, Mego, Mego style. style. Mm. Uh, it's just become like a, yeah. a it's become just like it's a noun, you know, like as opposed to a yeah. proper noun. Yeah. It looks sort of awkward in the packaging. His ears look sort of crushed. Yeah, I don't think it's just the ears that make him look awkward. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm going to start my next piece of news. Okay. <laughs> a Robocop 1.6 scale ED209 from 3.0, not to be uh, confused with, what is it, 3A? 3A, yeah. Yeah, so uh, reading from Big Bad Toy Store, it's a pre-order now for four two four ninety nine. Expected to arrive the second quarter of two thousand fifteen. Uh, the features include light up arms, so you will re- require uh, three AAA batteries to get that going. Uh, shipping weight twenty one pounds. Whoa. So this is sixteen inches tall, uh, fully articulated head, arms, legs, and toes, all the good stuff. Um. And I don't know, it, it would look impressive on the shelf, no doubt about it, but uh, I'd hate to think of the shipping to Australia for one. Yeah. He's uh, bloody massive, 16 mm. inches, 40 centimetres tall. Yeah, Given definitely. that he's hunched over, that's pretty freaking huge. Mm. I, I quite enjoy the new movie. I, I liked it a lot more than I thought I would. So, you know, I, I certainly um, you know, have passion for this design, given that it was a decent film, but it's still 425 bucks. Mm. Yeah. What are extractable legs? It's that they slide up and down. So when he, you know, he walks downstairs, his leg extends out. You can see the sort of the hydraulic bit at the back that sticks out. Wouldn't that be extendable? Extendable, yeah, or yeah, extractable as opposed to retractable. Maybe like oh, yeah. Kick somebody up the arse, you can extract them out. <laughs> uh, I got nothing. Uh, That's uh, it for sure. I think you don't rely it. on me for intelligent conversation. <laughs> Anything else from you, Justin? No, that's my news. Okay. As much as it was. Well, we will hand the news chalice over to John and see what he can do with it. Well, I got our good friends over at Funko have shown uh, a series two of Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. And we've got Yondu, everybody's favorite bald guy, uh, Ronan. Of course. Uh, Amy Pond. Oh, I'm sorry. Nebula. What? <laughs> Wrong. In the collector and topping it all off, they've got the super-sized Thanos. So he's in the, the jumbo-sized buck. I don't know why Thanos is super-sized. Because he's a big dude. Well, he is, but he's no bigger than the Hulk. He's smaller than the Hulk. Uh, because odd. they can, Ben. Yeah, I don't know. I find that odd. He didn't even look that big in the movie. He was sitting down. Well, that's right. It's hard to tell. Maybe. I think you should start a letter writing campaign. I should. Yeah. I, a, I, I burst. I'm going to put out a Kickstarter to start my own company called Punko. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure that'll go well. Yeah. Yeah. Let us know how that works out for you. Speaking we're, of we're Amy, you. speaking of Amy Pond, um, I had Christmas with uh, some of my nephews who are Doctor Who mad, and. They, I got this movie for Christmas, so we watched it. And when I explained to them that the actress playing Nebula was Amy Pond, my um, 11-year-old nephew who has some conceptual issues, I think his brain actually <laughs> snapped into. It was like Amy, Amy Pond. That's that's Amy. That's Amy. <laughs> like, well, it's the actress that plays Amy. He's like, that's Amy Pond. Why doesn't guess, she have her red hair? <laughs> yeah, I, I guess the makeup does a pretty good job of. Oh, you wouldn't recognize her. Disguising. No. Yeah. No. Yeah, that's a good. It's the same as um, 
what's his name? Lee Pace that plays yeah. uh, Ronan the Accuser is yeah. um, Legolas's dad. Well, he was also the the pie man in uh, the one the one show. Uh, ah, crap! Pushing daisies. That's it. Thank you. Yeah, that was a good show. And I will. I, I couldn't put that together. I couldn't reconcile that in my head. Yeah, I was watching the third Hobbit the other day, just looking and going, oh, that's Ronan the Accuser. Yeah, <laughs> hey, cool. Oh, but hey, they're making a, a, a collector pop. I can't, I can't oh. imagine. I never thought I'd see the day when the collector got a toy. But as a collector, you have to have the collector. Oh, I know. I think the collector's awesome. The collector was in one of the first Avengers comics I ever read, so I've always thought he was so cool. <laughs> but um, I never thought hmm. there'd be a toy. Yeah. There you go. Well, they also announced a whole, whole big bunch of stuff. Um, more pops, Shaun of the Dead, Hot Fuzz, The A-Team, Dodgeball, Bob's Burgers, Clueless, Fight Club, Galaxy Quest, Kung Fu Panda, Pocahontas, Sesame Street, Star Wars, Episode 7, Tokyo Ghoul, Fairy Tale, Soul Eater, Naruto, Death Note, Bleach, and hopefully Sarah Moon. Sailor, Sarah Moon. Sailor Moon. Sarah Moon. <laughs> That's um, Sarah Moon. Yeah, Sailor Moon's English She's cousin. My neighbor. Yeah. Hey, Sarah. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's, I, I'm, I, it's not far away before they start licensing actual people, I'm sure. Well, yeah. Well, yeah. Is this the first uh, Star Wars Episode Seven actual announcement of a toy? Uh, we saw some sneaked photos of Star Wars Black. Oh, true. No, that's true. That's oh, true. Yeah. But still, this but, is a legit, legit, legit sort of um, you know, press release. Like actual announcement. Yeah. Now, Ben will be happy because we have finally got the uh, Firefly legacy announcement. <laughs> uh, Rocketeer, Evolve, Fallout, Skyrim, and Game of Thrones. I'm not that keen on really any of those. I was quite surprised there wasn't anything. I mean, I know you know people on our forum have been really excited about um, Firefly. But um, none of those blew me away. I mean, Game of Thrones was pretty much a given. Shaun of the Dead. Well, that's pop, yeah. though. Oh, okay. he's talking about in, in the pops. Oh, in the pops, oh, there was plenty there that caught my mm. attention. Like Bob's Burgers, I think, is hilarious. So that's one I'll be keeping an eye out for. But I, I think they announced everything that they still had to do. Like, that must be it. That must be every property ever. <laughs> I hope we get no. a Phoebe Cates uh, red bikini from Fast Times at Richmond High. <laughs> I'm, sure. I'm sure now they also announced more reactions and those are tomorrowland fifth element aliens featuring a queen uh rocky or picture show v for vendetta monsters fast times at ridgemont high so there might be your chance uh et fight club a team big trouble in little china and scarface and last but not least the one i'm most excited for big lebowski but a lot of those properties aren't kind of from the, I mean, you know, our reaction has meant to be ET works. Oh yeah, there's plenty there that that work from yeah. you know that late seventies, early mid eighties. But there's plenty there that don't. I mean, Fight Club, really? <laughs> mm, that's a bit weird. My kids saw ET for the first time in the holidays. <laughs> Tears. And, yeah, it, it went from ah, oh, why do we have to watch this old movie to is he dead, Daddy? Is he really dead? <laughs> Did you say yes to stuff? Yeah, absolutely. And like, just yeah. turn it off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the end. <laughs> so there must be something wrong with my kids because they watched it and didn't cry. What? Yeah. And I was like, oh, this air conditioning. I have to step outside for a sec. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, there were tears. So I mean, um, E.T. with the with cops wielding flashlights or, or handguns in the forest? They were. They had guns. Jeez. I know. Guns in mine. Yeah, well, I mean, because you know they removed that yeah. they removed the guns, but I, so I was actually watching 
before that, it was just on Australian television. So I don't know. I thought it was amended for all future broadcasting, but there you go. Mm. Cool. They had the guns. Mm. Mm. Well, I do have one late addition to this, and I have one little last bit of news here. Do we need some breaking news sounds? Like, no, because I think this actually broke yesterday. But, um, Hasbro has announced that they have a 2015 G.I. Joe brand manager, and his name is Mark Weber. And, um, he goes on to make some Formula One driver? Yeah. Maybe. Wow. One driver anymore. He drives that other thing, Le Mans, whatever it is. Oh, yeah. You probably have no idea who we're talking about, too, John. No, not a clue. Yeah, it's an Australian uh-huh. Australian race car driver. He's <laughs> well, a bit of a tool, to actually. Thank you! <laughs> <laughs> just just go on, John. <laughs> for, okay, he goes on to state, uh, for the most part, our plans will be centered around future entertainment, the kind of stuff I just can't talk about yet. We are finalizing our 2015 plans and expect to deliver a lineup constructed similarly to 2014 with popular characters and vehicles as a few new surprises. If things are as planned, we should have an update to reveal at JoeCon in Springfield. Um, we want to become more stronger, more consistent. Uh, we want to have a stronger, more consistent dialogue with collectors and fans. Wow. And then the the last two things he says he wants to work on right away are to simplify army building for collectors and wants the file cards to be brilliant for our characters. Wow. Hmm. Now, army building obviously is cool because of, of what we're talking about. Um now, the last few things that I've bought, at least the last movie figures, did not have file cards. So uh, that, sh- that should be good. And um, they weren't at JoeCon last year. No. So um, <laughs> if they're even at JoeCon this year, I think that's an improvement. So we'll have to wait and see how how this turns out. But um, it can't be bad, I don't think. No. I did... When he said, you know, similar to 2014, I don't know that that would really excite J.I. Joe collectors, would it? No, I don't think it would. Because I didn't but, think it was um, a good year for them, for you. I, but it, but I think if you think that, uh, oh, hey, this is it, you know, we're not going to see anything for a few years till there's a movie, it, the news that there's even going to be stuff in 2015 is probably, sure. you know, yeah, better than that. nothing. Yeah, for sure. Yep. So good. I think that that's probably good overall. Good stuff. All right. Well, I think that means that it is Adam's turn at the news hole or whatever we call it. News. Not the news hole. That sounds please, bad. Please don't call. Yeah, please yeah, don't call. Terrible. It I don't know what I was thinking. Water <laughs> yeah. hole. Just passing the chat hole. Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> yep. So I'll start off with uh, news that Revoltech are doing an R two D two figure. Um, it's due out March next year. Well, sorry, this year. Duh. It's now twenty fifteen. Uh-huh. Um, yep. And it's going to go for about fifty two hundred yen, or about forty three US. All right. Um, and it'll be about four inches tall. It's got a uh, swiveling head, uh, has um, rotating feet, so you can change the feet. Um, they've showed a couple bits where, based on the rotating ankle foot bits, you can they have him uh, up on one foot. I think that's probably going to require some kind of stand, but uh, mileage may vary. Um, they've also got a feature where you can remove all three feet and replace it with a pullback base, so that it's like a, an old-school pull-back-and-go kind of feature. Hmm. Um, I don't know if you're really going to want to do that with a $43 R2-D2. No. But um, have a crack if you feel like it. <laughs> yeah, it's it's interesting. They haven't shown um, much in the way of accessories or anything like that. Um, so maybe the base is it. 
Um, but you would expect for $43 that you're going to get a bit more than that, um, particularly if you're going to try to work out whether you want this one or you want the Star Wars Black version. Mm. Well, this one doesn't look like any of the doors open. No. It looks very plain and simple. The Star Wars Black one at that scale is pretty hard to beat. It is, yeah. It's just Mm. a brilliant toy. Yeah. Very Mm. sexy. That's the word I was thinking, but yeah. <laughs> I yeah. guess the good thing about this is it's actually giving fans choice. Like the fact we, you know, we talked about the Darth Vader uh, a few episodes ago, and there was, you know, some pretty um, some clever innovation in that, like the the um, articulated cloak and things like that. So hey, you know, gives fans choice, and uh, certainly if Hasbro doesn't pick up the pace on things like a C three PO, then people are going to go for the you know for that one. Hmm. Yeah. So I wonder to go if he has they got a speech balloon coming out of him, so I wonder if he's got. Oh well, if he made sounds, that would be. I'm I'm waiting I for my sideshow one. I don't read Japanese, so I can't tell you. Yeah, and it's an image, so Google Translate's not going to help you. Yeah, yeah, yep. I hate it when that happens. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. All right, we'll move on from that and talk about uh, Connecticut's. Um, I haven't heard of these guys before, but they're doing a 1-6 scale Evil Ryu from Street Fight from the uh, Street Fighter series. Uh, it's a limited edition of 300 pieces, going for $350 US, uh, due in the first quarter of this year. Um, and it's 13 inches by 11 inches by 12 inches. Um, so it shows Evil Ryu uh, setting off his Ultra Move, the Metsu Hadouken, um, and it shows pretty much the roof being sh- the top of the roof. Uh, you know how in the, the Ryu stage of Street Fighter 2, he's always standing near the roof or on the out front of the, um, the dojo, so he's, he's obviously demolished the roof um, and getting ready to go hard. Uh, and, yeah, it's based off of a – or, sorry, it comes with a print done by Marvel cover artist Gary Chu. Hmm. Hmm. So – I have no idea what you just said, but <laughs> yay. So somewhere in the Street Fighter um, storyline, uh, Ryu, who's normally the main hero, goes yep. bad. Oh, dear. He's the Asian guy. Bad. He's the Asian dude in the white gi. Yeah, I know, I know who right. he is. It's just the, yeah. the whole evil Ryu thing was like, what? Mm. Yeah. That looks like, did you say that this is um, part one of two? Yeah, so apparently they're going to do uh, an Oni Akuma as well. Yeah. Oh. So Akuma being what, who eventually becomes the big bad of Street Fighter, um, mm. using the dark Hadou rather than normal Hadou, which is what Ken and Ryu use. Okay. And this is um, not something that we um, have seen much of recently with statues, and that is, the, you know, the ability to display a statue individually or, um, you know, buy a, a specifically paired or, or more yeah. pieces that fit together, yeah. which, mm. you know, I think creates something pretty darn impressive. Oh, absolutely. You know, yeah. I mean that that my um my sideshow Ninja Turtle comicettes are just you know exquisite. They're some of the the best statues I own. Um, but the fact that they're all on rooftop pieces and none of them fit together is just you know a missed opportunity. I think. Yep. So, yeah. You know the pose on that figure with the the pants. He looks like the Dark Cloud figure from Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon, who's kind of yeah. standing on a rock and screaming and. <laughs> Hmm. Looks a lot yeah, like that. he does look a bit strange as well. Yeah, no. uh, anyway, 
move along to my final piece of news, which is that Star Race, well, we've talked about Star Race doing Harry Potter figures, um, and they've announced a one-sixth Sirius Black, as seen in Order of the Phoenix, uh, due second quarter this year for $170. Um, so it comes with four sets of interchangeable hands. So there's a pair of open hands, a one hand for holding a wand, one spellcasting hand, um, and I assume he's got some more things like different hands, like punchy hands or something. Um, he has a purple shirt, a pair of dark blue trousers, a purple patterned waistcoat, a pinstripe jacket, uh, a black belt with a buckle, a waistcoat, chain and fob, a pair of cufflinks, his wand, uh, a flash for a magical effect, and a pair of black shoes and a figure stand. Hmm. <laughs> Very good. Yes. Well, I have got some DC news to finish off, and it's all stuff that I'm struggling to care about. <laughs> um, first of all, the Mattel, God bless them, their multiverse whatever thing that they're still... Is anyone buying these? I don't know. I didn't even realise they were still going. Yeah, they're still going. Mm. Um, <clears throat> so I love this title. We're getting uh, the DC Comics Multiverse Batman 1966 Arkham Origin action figure. <gasps> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that no one wanted. No, and this is based on his look from the video game Batman Arkham Origins. Really? Must yep. be an additional thing you can yeah. unlock or something. It's a downloadable. Um, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I don't. I don't think that the the 1966 Batman uh, looks right on that buck for a you know mm. for a start. He's too buff. But, that might be game accurate, though. It's hard to say. True. Yeah, that's right. Is. True. It is. Yeah. But, I mean, seriously. There you go. Uh, huh. And there's also a Batman Beyond action figure that looks nothing like Batman Beyond to me. I don't know. <laughs> um, he looks, uh, I don't know what he looks like. Well, that says it's from the game, too, so I don't know. Well, there you go. Yeah. Yep. Um, there is also a Deathstroke that looks more... Um, New 52. Oh, no, he's from Arkham Origins as well, but he looks yeah. more comic accurate. Um, one thing that's a little bit more interesting are uh, World Builder 2, there are two packs um, with either Batman and Clayface or Batman and Solomon and Grundy, and these are still in the 4-inch um, scale, but obviously the larger characters are bigger, and there seems to be a bit of a diorama uh, piece as well of a Arkham jail cell base to show them breaking out of. So, and it looks like they interlock, but the oh, bases because they're the same. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. So they got. I mean, at least they're doing something. But hmm. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then in something else that I'm really not sure about, Real Action Heroes, they're doing their uh, new Fifty Two. Um, stuff now and they've got a Batman and a Superman that are both going to run you over $200 US and these are one six scale uh, figures with fabric costumes etc but they I don't know they look a bit homemade to me mm. Mm. Some of these prototypes yeah I don't right? know prototypes maybe, know. maybe. the want? Batman looks just weird like the the black knee pads that's the first mm. thing I picked up on, too. It's like, boy, isn't it? what? <laughs> so, yeah. I mean, good on them for trying to play Maybe in that space. Yeah. black athletic supporter, too. <laughs> I mean, if he, were, yeah. if he used to wear his underwear on the outside, maybe he could wear his athletic supporter mm. on the yeah. outside. Yeah. 
for it's sure. It's very Jim Lee-ish, like the whole cow thing has got the whole sort of short, pointy Jim lee It's tricky. I think, you know, there's now a lot of uh, different... Oh, this com- is Batman. I thought it was the Black Bat. <laughs> right. <laughs> You're just all confused, aren't you? Yeah. Yes. There's a lot of different companies in this space now. You know, a couple of years ago, um, in the, I guess, cloth action figures and the 12-inch stuff, there wasn't a lot of DC stuff happening. But now, of course, there's Sideshow there, and these, you know, it's around the same price, really. Um, so, you know, I, good on them for trying. But <laughs> I, I don't know. The Metacom, um, what's the word, aesthetic is obviously just not mine because I don't really like anything that they do. Mm-hmm. But, but people enough. must buy it. Yep. So, once again, if that's your thing, <laughs> then good on you. Uh, and that's the news. Slightly Hooray. underwhelming. Hmm. What are we excited hmm. about from that? For Aquaman, me, Spider-Man. Yeah, Aquaman, that's about it. Yeah, Big Lebowski uh, retro action figures. Okay. Adam, are you excited um, about anything? I'm excited about not having to look at this Batman ever again, hopefully. <laughs> <laughs> but... If that's if that's like on a standard raw buck, doesn't that just show you that the costume is in all kinds of wrong? Because <laughs> he looks elongated above and below the belt, but in all the wrong kind of ways. That that is their sort of standard style, park, right? Yeah, that's, that's their sort of style. Park. Yeah. So it, that costume's just stupid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's not fitting well. No, no definitely not. Okay, well, that is the news. Um, not the most exciting set of announcements that we've ever uh, done, but hopefully we'll make up for it with uh, a really awesome AFB challenge that we are going to bring to you next. Hi, guys. Dean Lamar the Revenger Schaefer here. Just giving you a call from sunny Pennsylvania. We are here in January 1st, and I just want to let you know, congratulations on 150. I collect mostly Star Wars, Transformers, G.I. Joe, 80s toys. Enjoy your podcast. Keep up the great work. We'll hope to hear from you. Can't wait to hear more episodes. Okay, bye. time for everybody's favorite podcast game. Ah, uh, actually, no, it's not. Instead of the usual name that, our good friend John, who is also known as Engineer Nerd from TVandFilmToys.com, uh, is going to test our toy and comic metal by putting together another installment of the amazing AFB Challenge. So, over to you, John. Well, um, you guys probably know how this is played by now. It's essentially our version of Jeopardy, and everybody takes a turn. We got three or looks like we'll have five different categories today, and each category has three levels of questions. 100, 200, and 300. So, gentlemen, I need you to please test your buzzers, and your buzzers will be your names. So if you want to buzz in, you will say your name. Scott. Ben. Adam. Luke. Uh, mine's broken. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You just have to be puff daddy. <laughs> Puff Daddy. 
I believe the first or second time we played this, I'm, I'm glad you've gone for names because I wasn't looking forward to Adam's previous buzzer, which was screaming. Uh, you mean annoyed yeah. man? Uh, I love the annoyed man. Yeah, yeah annoying man. Yeah. Um, and the categories this time are X Men and Friends, Batman's Gadgets, um, AFB, The Forum. Oh, I should know something about that. 1979 Sears Wish Book. And in this category, it needs a little explanation. I will read you about an item, and you will have to guess the price of it within and <laughs> thanks, what? thanks to thanks to Mrs. Nerd, it's within plus or minus three dollars. Is this like the Which price of it when it went on sale? What it was in the 1979 Sears Wish Book in U.S. dollars? Oh my god! Ah, uh, oh my god! You say between zero and three dollars, or three dollars either way. Uh, we'll go three dollars either way. Okay. And name the line. And that's everybody's fan favorite. I give you some figures from a line and you name the line. Well, it's been randomly selected that Justin will get the first pick. So, Justin, pick a category and a dollar value. Okay, I'm going to go AFB the forum and I'm going to go for 200. Okay, AFB the forum for 200. Who started a sort of blog in the forum to track the TV shows they were watching? <sighs> Ben. Gardner Grail. That would be correct. Yay, Ben. <laughs> yeah, thanks for your support, guys. Appreciate it. <laughs> I forgot the bit where we could call out before he finished. Yeah, the, me too. I yeah. thought that was just me. <laughs> yeah. I was like, I'm just too bloody polite. Yeah, yeah. You got the rest of your excuses ready? I was ready. Do you need to cross that one? Gardner Grail. You can't use it more than once. Uh, fine. <laughs> Uh, God, you're so, a bastard when you're winning. <laughs> he's a sore loser, and he's just a terrible winner. And, and as soon as I lose, I'll hang up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, man, I just, you're, you're all breaking up. I can't hear. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, just call, call me back when we start the next section. Uh, whatever. <laughs> all right, okay. So, uh, uh, John, Quizmaster, may I please have uh, X-Men and Friends for 100? Yes, you can. And as soon as I can find it, okay. Who was the leader of the Alliance of Evil? Adam. Adam? I'm going to take a punt and say it was Mystique. Ooh, great guess, Adam. But no. Um, but no. Uh, um, what happens if we guess and get it wrong? Um, You lose $100. I've been there, done that, man. It's bad. Uh, I'm taking a guess. Ben. Okay. Okay, um, Ben. Who is Apocalypse? That's actually correct. Yay. And that was the whole storyline he was introduced in. Mm, indeed. Indeed. Uh, yeah, okay. <laughs> well, there you go. It was a good try, though, Adam. Uh, uh, see, I was going to say, um, oh, what's her name? Yeah. <laughs> no, 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 no. What's her name? Well, Frenzy. The, the name but, shifter. But, well, because, ah, oh, I'm confused. <laughs> Fair enough. Hmm. All right, moving forward. Um, Mr. Quizmaster, may I please have uh, name the line for 100? Name the line for 100. Okay, get your buzzers ready. Parademon, Clark Kent. Scott. Scott. Superpowers. That is correct. Yay! Just a little housekeeping here to put that. Well done, well Scott. done. Mm. Yay! Does he lose points because it wasn't in the form of a question? No. <laughs> <laughs> we don't do that. Just checking. 
<laughs> um, can I choose what mm. I want now? Yep, I gotta take that off. There we go. Okay. Can I please have AFB the forum for 100? AFB the forum for 100. Maybe you can have that. What is the focus of most of AFB forum member Big Raj's photo post? Justin. Adam. Justin got it. Oh, I slipped that one in. <sighs> Justin got wrestling, it. Wrestling. Or what is wrestling? <laughs> and that is what? correct. Yay. Huzzah. So Justin is on the board. So at this point, it's Justin for 100, Ben for 300, Scott for 100, and Adam for minus 100. Yes! <laughs> I will go, why not, 1979 says which book for 100, please, John. Nice. Oh, no, this is the numbers one. Mm-hmm. Okay. Numbers and I have a very tenuous relationship. It's money and guessing, Scott. That's, no, that's why I was an English teacher. I don't do this. Okay, go. You guys ready? Yeah. Every kid wanted a Millennium Falcon for their Star Wars figures. What was the outrageous price of this huge ship in 1979? Justin. Justin. I am going to say 1999. <gasps> no. Ooh, we are going to have to say you are incorrect. <sighs> Adam. Adam. I'm going to go for 25. That is correct. <gasps> it's actually within it's actually bucks. within 33 cents. It was 24.77 in the 1970s. You are kidding. I see. No. $5.33. So. You are That's kidding. Outrageous. Wow. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? I mean, think about even how much they are today. Yeah, so when my dad made me feel like he had to sell a kidney to buy it for me. <laughs> <laughs> now think of how much it was in, like, 1979 candy prices. <laughs> how, many, like, how many sweethearts could you afford for that? <laughs> yeah. True. Wow. Like, would have filled your bedroom, right? Yeah. <laughs> it was two feet of, you know, plastic goodness. So. Yeah. Yeah, but I, I was I would have thought, you know, as a kid that was just, you know, an insurmountable amount. Absolutely. That, was like, you know, that is amazing. Mm. Wow. So, you ready to give us another category there? Sure. May we have X Men and Friends for three hundred. X Men for three hundred. Yep. <sighs> High stakes. Okay. Who is Sikorsky? Scott. Scott. He's Corsair's robot droid assistant thing, medical thing. That is 100% correct. Yay! I was going for Star Jammers, but I will give it to you for Corsair. <laughs> okay, cool. Yeah. <laughs> that, that, very well done. I didn't I didn't think anybody would actually get that one. So. Oh, what? No way. <laughs> I tried these out at work, and uh, yeah, well, it, was, it was scary. <laughs> Freaky looking mosquito, dude. Yes, it is the creepy-looking mosquito dude. Yeah, yeah. So. <laughs> uh, hmm. <laughs> uh, let's go AFB the forum for 300. I like oh. those questions. AFB the forum for 300. Who is the character in forum member Chooch's avatar? Justin. Justin. A turtle of some description. <laughs> 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 he sounded so confident. <laughs> it is. It is not a turtle. Oh, uh, yes, I got too confused here. Is it? No, no, I've lost it. Yeah. 
<laughs> I, I can picture it, and I'm, um, uh, you know, I know the one, and I just can't put it together. And I oh. guess because I don't want to lose. <laughs> oh, oh, so how many? Oh, it's for three hundred. Yeah, that's why I'm oh not going to. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> How long are you going to um, give us to... <laughs> okay, well, I, does anybody want to take a guess for no points? Detective Dinosaur. You're very, very close. Oh, thank God I didn't guess. <laughs> You're very close. It, it's actually Dr. Dinosaur. Ah! Uh, from Atomic Robo. Okay. There you yeah. go. Well, I'm glad I didn't um, do that then. Mm-mm. Didn't yeah. say, like, you know... Camel Man or something. <laughs> turtle. <laughs> Dinosaur, okay. turtle, so close. In case you're wondering, um, I've got minus 300 for Justin. Oh. <laughs> 300 for Ben. 400 for Scott. And Adam is right at zero. Oh. <laughs> Balancing it out. Yeah. Yep. Nice. <laughs> so, Scott, I think you had the last correct guess. So, pick another okay. one. Um, despite my fear of numbers, I'll go for the 1979 Sears Wishbook for $200. Thank you, John. Okay. You can buy a working ROM Space Knight on eBay and for about $200 right now with the box. How much did Sears sell him for in 1979? Justin. Justin. I am going to say ten ninety nine. Uh, oh, alas. <laughs> that, that is not correct. Adam, that is not correct. That is not correct. Adam, Adam has a guess. $5. How much? Five. No, it is not five. <laughs> no. <laughs> Did we lose Adam? No, he's no, just, he's he's just pouting now. Okay. okay. <laughs> I don't know. Did we lose you, Adam? Oh, I'm here. Oh, here. Yeah, okay. Oh, <laughs> uh, Ben. <gasps> okay, Ben. I'm just going to say twenty bucks. That would actually be correct because he was <laughs> yay in, in the 1979 wish book. He was 1897. Wow. Oh, well, that was my second guess. Wow. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah mine too. Yeah. So the electronics in him were very, very costly. Yeah. And he's a big dude too. So yep. a friend of mine has a very, very beaten up one. I missed the whole ROM thing. Like, yes. I mean, that was my era, but I obviously was so focused on Star Wars that ROM just didn't. Uh, Toy-wise, he didn't miss anything. Comic-wise, okay. it was actually really good. Sure, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah the, the toy is actually really basic-looking if you've seen him in person. That's shit. Well, that's obviously... I just must have turned my nose up at it being, you know, a, a toy connoisseur in training. It it's, was probably too scary for you. Yeah. It's, really <laughs> it's actually one of my greatest peeves with Marvel and Hasbro that that Marvel took what was... A piece of crap and turned it into something really amazing because the comic is actually really really good um and then to this day they still don't have rom in in the marvel universe because they want to don't want to pay these guys money and you know i just yeah yeah bizarre bizarre well, mr mr ben why don't you give us another category oh well since uh batman's gadgets hasn't uh hasn't gone anywhere how about uh, can i please have batman's gadgets for 100 okay Get your buzzers ready. Who was the bust of that hid the switch for the Batcave in the 1966 Batman series? Oh, uh, oh, oh I've got two, two choices. Uh, Don't forget you need to buzz in. Anybody? Bueller? Bueller? Thinking. I see someone typing. Uh, oh. Naughty, no. naughty. 
No, I'm not. No, not taking a chance. He couldn't search it in time. No. Anybody? <laughs> no. I, I'm minus 500, so. <laughs> so. I'll take a crack, Adam. Adam. I want to say that it is. Uh, let's go for Washington. Ooh. Nope. It's actually Shakespeare. Oh. Was not on my list. I was yeah. going to say Shakespeare or Beethoven, but I just didn't know which one yeah, to go Beet- with. Beethoven would be Peanuts. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> boom, boom. Boom, boom. Ben, you gave us the last correct answer. Okay, let's let's pump it up. Batman's gadgets for 200, please. Oh, surely they got to get easier. What is the doohickey that Batman uses to breathe underwater called? As in, what is the what? What's it called in the comic, or what's the the concept idea? It, it's thingy? it's kind of both. I mean, it, the, from what my research showed, it was it was both. He calls it that, and it actually is that. Adam, Adam, rebreather. That's correct. Yay! <laughs> Not the bat rebreather. No, nope, it's just well called done. a rebreather. Oh, there you go. That almost puts me back to level. Um, Huzzah! I know. Yeah, good Let's, job on that one. Thank you. May we have name the line for 300? Name the line for 300. As soon as I get to the questions here, that's way down at the bottom. Okay, for 300, here is the name the line. Louis the Plumber, long arm, night stick. Guys? <laughs> I was going to say, is anybody there? <laughs> yeah, I, I think we're here. I think we just are stumped. I, I broke up for me. Sorry, okay, for me you, as well, but I heard rest, the, Do you need blue. the names again? Yes, yeah. please. Okay, in five, four, three. Louis the Plumber, Long Arm, and Nightstick. Hmm. Uh, I'm minus 500, so I'm going to have a go. So, Justin. Okay. <laughs> Justin? Uh, I'm going to say... I've got two in my mind. Um, I'm going to say... Is it cops? It is cops. Ah, yay! Nice. <laughs> I tell you how I knew cops. that. Nightstick, because I, when we f- moved into our first flat, I used to have the gym set up in the uh, in the spare room because it's just two of us then. And four thirty was the time I used to go and work out. And four thirty was the time cops was on, so I used to watch cops. And work out. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah. Well done. Nice. Good job. It was a nightstick. That's what. Uh, Thank you, nightstick. Thanks, everyone. Yeah. Have a Louis the plumber figure. The Louis awesome. the plumber was what the only thing that I recognized there. I was really? about to say Dick yeah. Tracy as well. Oh, yeah. I, could see that. I, I knew it was yeah, one of those kind of cheesy lines, and yeah. I, just, yeah, I like my money too much. <laughs> well, well, Justin, why don't you give us another one here and try it again? Okay, I am going to go name the line for 200, please, John. Okay, we can do that. Here we go for 200, name the line. Hachi Man, Slive, Tusca Warrior. Um, uh, um, ben. Ben. Uh, is it Thundercats? It is, Thundercats. is, it is uh, Thundercats. Hey, good job. And actually, one of the commercials that Scott uses um, yeah. inter- intermittently in the show ha- mentions Tusca Warrior. Ah, there you go. Slide was the giveaway because he's the sort of lizard reptilian dude with yeah. the weird merman ears. <laughs> All righty. Yep. 
Um, Mr. John, may I please have uh, X Men and Friends for two hundred? X Men and Friends for two hundred. Who joined the X Men first, Psylocke or Dazzler? Scott. Scott. <gasps> oh no. Fifty-fifty. <laughs> um, I'm gonna say Dazzler. And you would be incorrect. Oh, come on. <laughs> what? Justin. The other one. The other one. Dang it. Psylocke. <laughs> Surely no one else can get points for that. Which? Well, yeah, I'm going to give it to him. Oh, that brings him even. What? So, I'm zero. brings him even. Okay. <laughs> Fair enough. Oh, so, man. Um, dang, dang yeah, it. It was... It, to make you feel a little better, it was one issue that oh. was different. Oh, X-Men 213. <laughs> <laughs> so, Je- so, Justin, um, uh, we have two categories left here. Can we have a score check before I decide to be risky or not? I mean, it doesn't matter <laughs> why, I guess. Yeah, um, Justin has zero, Ben has 700, Scott oh. has 200, and Adam is at minus 100. Play for second, hey? I'm going to go Batman's Gadgets for 300, please, John. Okay. Batman's Gadgets for 300. What is the Bat Missile? Adam, any free guesses? Adam. Is it the thing from um, Batman Returns? Not like that he, that the Batmobile becomes when the sides fall off or something stupid? Yep, it is the escape pod for the Batmobile in Batman Returns. Oh my goodness! Well done. Thank you. Good work. Yeah, oh good my work. goodness! So that actually brings Adam back into positive numbers. Woohoo! Into two hundred. Yeah. So Scott and Adam are tied. Yay. Justin has zero, and Ben has seven hundred. With one category left, the three hundred dollar category for the Sears Wish Book, and that question is: you Guys, ready? Yep. 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 Sears made a knockoff Atari system in 1979. How much did their video arcade cost all of the parents in that year? <laughs> can I can I afford to take a guess? Um, yes, yes, you can. Yes, <laughs> yes you can. Uh, I don't know. Doesn't someone else want to guess? <laughs> I really think you, sh- you should guess, Ben. But this is like a computer, so the three bucks is going to be a bit miserable. Don't try and haggle. <laughs> yeah. Beneath you. <laughs> it's not worth it. Oh. Adam. Adam. 140 bucks. Ooh. So close yet so far. <laughs> <What's that>? <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, I've really got nothing to lose, so I will have a guess, John, please. Justin. Okay. Okay. I am going to say. So, being a knockoff, I guess. Uh, I'm going to say. I'm going to say eighty-one ninety-nine. <laughs> How is that close? But, um, that would be a no. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, really laugh if that was like spot on correct. That would be hilarious. Ben or Scott, do you guys want to take a guess? No. Uh, uh, if, if I can take a free guess, oh, you can take a free guess, but you get no dollars. Okay, I'll say five hundred. Uh, no. no. I'll say forty nine ninety five. And you would be wrong as well. Yeah. 
Um, the actual price, and, and Adam, when I said you were close, you were close. It was one fifty four ninety five. Ah, that's my oh excuse. man. Which, if you kind of you were close, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> which, if you kind of think about, you know, what some of these other prices were. Yeah. Yeah. Huge. Um, that's yeah. You know, a Millennium Falcon's what seventy dollars now. Yeah. What I want to know is how much did the Intellivision cost? Um, I will have that for you by the end of the show. Beautiful. We'll find out just how cheap my dad really is. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I know. Now, now the weird thing about that whole thing is uh, they have two pages of games listed as well, and they're all like knockoff games. I mean, I, I can recognize the games, but they're none of the right names. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Spackman <laughs> and so, Bonky Kong. Yeah. Can, can we? Can we? Ass- <laughs> can we assume that Ben will know how to? Like bet correctly with a score of seven hundred and Scott having two hundred and Justin and Adam eliminated from betting. Oh, we don't even get to bet. <laughs> oh, come on, we're still gonna do Final Jeopardy. Come on. Well, we're we're gonna do it. Oh, good. Um, you guys remember how this works, right? You guys actually yeah. message me your answers and. Um, oh, how do I message you? Through Facebook or? No, the face the Skypey thing. The Skypey thing. <sighs> the Skypey thing. Skype. All this technical language. <laughs> I don't. I never use. Um, how do I send messages on Skype? You can send you it to me right through Facebook. On the name, Please, right click, what? Just right click on his name and and select send IM. Uh, Alrighty. No, I'm, sen- I'm sending it through. Um. Oh, good grief! I bet two hundred. Uh, okay. And, you know what? Uh, so will I. <laughs> I, I don't even know if you guys will need to message me, but we the final category before you bet, do you want to know what it is? No. <laughs> Just change it. <laughs> I only it, have it one is, option here, so it, it is Star Trek action figures. Ooh. Oh, I'm out. And solo. <laughs> <laughs> I win! Yay! <laughs> while while it was on the air, two companies made action figures for Star Trek the next generation. Name one of them. Oh. Is everyone having a shot? I, I, uh, yeah, go ahead. Yeah. I'm just, I, I threw out a guess. Right, and I'm waiting on Scott. I sent it on Facebook. I don't know how to use Scott chat. Uh. <sighs> Hang on. <laughs> I have to open that. I've got a Mac, you Can know. Sp- Please be patient. Um, Sorry to hear that. Adam has guessed. Do you mind if we will reveal Adam's guess? Yep. Um, if he had got it, he would have won, and he guessed a million dollars. And um, <laughs> No, I guessed a million doulas. Come on. A doulas. <laughs> he would have still won. Uh, and picked Toy Biz, and Toy Biz is incorrect. Bang, bang, bang. Eh. Yeah. Now, Ben and Scott actually both picked the same company. So they would have both got their guesses and bets correct, and they picked Playmates, which is of course the big line that uh, that was out there for them. Yay. But Justin actually picked the other one, Ooh. and I I actually applaud him for that because he picked Galoob, who actually came out with the first line of stuff. Wow, good job, figures. Justin! So nice. Good job, Justin! Yeah, if you, if he'd said there were two, one of them was Playmates, then the other one I would have been screwed. So <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I was I thought. I thought you were going to go, well, what was Playmates? Name the other. No. Well, I, I almost went 
there, there's been three companies that have made Star Trek Next Generation figures. Name two of them. Oh, okay. Well, I could have done that. Diamond. Right. Yeah, and Diamond would have been the other one. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. I didn't go that way. No, you didn't. So, so there you go. Huh. But it looks like like Ben has won another one. Good job, Ben. Thank good you. Job, ben. Thank you. And, and he was touch job. and go there for a while. It was good touch and go there for a while. Yeah, well, I, if I, I shouldn't have made that dumb X-Men guess. Huh. You got Sikorsky, though. I know. That's why I'm Jeez. saying. I should have just, you know, stuck with my things I knew for sure. Everyone picked yeah. the mosquito, but you were too fast. Bzz. Well, thank you, John. Good job, John. <laughs> thank you, John. Yeah. You make these Thanks, things John. so fun. Thank you. Thank you. Beautiful. Well, that is the mega AFB 150th episode challenge, which I think lived up to its uh, hype. Not that we hyped it, so it did really well at living <laughs> up to it. Um, and uh, before we get stuck into our 2014 in review, we're going to come back and review what we got last week. reason that we do this is because we collect and feeding the addiction is where we talk about what we have collected since last we were on the show so ben collect away what have you got uh we had christmas so uh, i picked up stuff um, and some of that stuff was even relevant for the show uh, but uh, for those people who listened to 149 last week i reviewed uh, bundai's effects burning flame yep which is some um, bit of a grammar debacle there but yeah. and, and i and i said damn you i was going to do that someday <laughs> uh, <laughs> well feel free to um you know they, they seem to be really cranking out the different effects so i'm sure we'll be talking about these again but uh, i got the the fiery you know ready orangey yellow one and i also got the blue one um and they're bloody awesome yeah um, for the price uh you know for as much as an action figure they come in a really nice big window box and you know there's six different parts three big bits three little bits um i'm going to take some photos soon with my um my son of satan custom just for you know a bit of fun cool. but uh, yeah yeah really impressed excellent uh, yeah um the other thing i got which was from uh, my beloved was um uh, an, an upgrade of a comic um, that I have in really, 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 really crap condition. Um, and that is uh, Our Army at War 168 featuring Sergeant Rock. Um, and it is the first appearance of The Unknown Soldier, mm. one of my uh, long-time personal faves, um, which is kind of odd because he appears in the comic, but you don't actually see the, the bandaged dude. So, you know, you see him right throughout the whole issue, but you don't actually see that ba- famous bandaged face. Okay. Uh, in this particular issue. But anyway, I've got a very nice copy of that now, so I'm quite thrilled. Um, and uh, the other thing I got, which was really awesome, was a page of original art, um, which, you know, all the original art that I've got is just, you know, art that I thought was all right, and I bought it. Um, this one's a little bit more significant because when I was um, when I was a, a wee lad, uh, I bought a, a, an absolute stack of um, Star Spangled War Stories and Unknown Soldier comics from a, um, a second-hand store, and they were all random issues, and I just read them to death and read them to death. And uh, in one particular uh, Unknown Soldier, there's a, a cover where he's fighting with this this Navy commander on a ship, and they're trying to fire a torpedo, and the Unknown Soldier says, you know, I, I can't let you fire that um, that torpedo. And on the inside of the comic, there's a page where he's talking about the torpedoes, and he refers to it as a tinfish. <laughs> And I remember at school we had this um, this sort of, you know, like a trivia quiz 
And the teacher actually said, you know, referring to um, World War II, what's another name for a tin fish? And I remember going, oh, me, 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 me. And I said it was a torpedo and everyone went, oh, wow, how did you know that? And it's like, oh, you know, I read it in a comic book. Um, And uh, I actually picked up that page of original art. Wow. Yeah. So I'm pretty chuffed from Unknown Soldier. How did you um, how did you yeah. acquire it? Um, I basically have save searches, and yeah. every so often I just you know I, I hit um, you know I, I've, under my original art category I've got about sort of twenty five save searches, and um, art's pretty expensive these days, so often I search by character rather than by artist. Yeah. Um, and this one's by Dick Ayres, mm-hmm. so yeah, a bit of actual connection to um, cool. something. So yeah, pretty chuffed. That's awesome. Yeah, I'll post a picture on the forum. Very good. Now, um, Justin, I, I think you might have made out with the bandit. <laughs> I did. Go, I'm go, saying bandit state. Yeah, go, go for it. I'll, I'll make myself a drink. While, okay, while no you, worries. Yeah. I got uh, Kota Bakuya, Art FX, Darth, and Boba Fett. Now, these are the smaller scale ones, so this is like the reset of, the, um, of their statues, and they are very, very impressive. Um, and having said so, it's awakened something in me. So I've been uh, <laughs> searching down, and I've already got some stuff coming to me. But I've got it's um, DC stuff, so I got <laughs> this isn't even in this part of it. But I'll talk about that later. So I got some uh, pop vinyl figures as well. I got uh, Arkham Bats, Joker, and the Tiger Stripe Wolverine. Um, and I've already spoke last week in our show about Play Arts Kai uh, seventy skin Batman. Mm. And it's it's very impressive. I absolutely love this figure. Um, Marvel and DC encyclopedias, character ones, quick references for them. So it's it's not anything in depth, but um, it's basically runs a gamut of nearly every character, which is pretty impressive. Cool. Um, and Black Series Star Wars stuff. I got uh, Jabba. I got uh, Darth and two speeder bikes and biker scouts. So very good. Impressed Score. with my. Christmas Hall, yeah. That's great. Well, I did. That's, <laughs> I that did. is quite an achievement. That, that is. Mm. And yeah. some socks. Yeah, I got socks and uh, undies and t shirts and all that <laughs> stuff as well. So. Oh, good. So, you know, the universe is still intact. It's all, it's all okay. Yeah. 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 Good. Glad <laughs> to hear it. Um, I didn't have as good a Christmas as you, uh, but partly, like, you know, I have to say to my family, like, no, 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 don't get me stacks because I've got stuff coming. Just look at my um, Sideshow Flex Pay schedule and <laughs> you'll see I'm well taken care of for Christmas. It's okay. Um, but I did get the Play Arts Kai Aquaman that I reviewed last week and also the Cyborg to go with it. And, oh, my gosh, I love this line. So cool. True of the best, definitely. Um I love all of them, so there you go. Um, I also got Scribble Nuts Wave 4, which I have not actually had a chance to open yet because um, the eldest and I do that ceremoniously together. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, mostly so that she can pick up all the extras that I don't want. Nice. So, yeah, that's her. She's like, wait for me. <laughs> <laughs> um, but that, that'll be fun. Love that. And. Um, I thought I'd have some stuff coming soon, but I've got like th- three different sideshow things that all just keep getting pushed back. Yes. Catwoman, premium yes. format. Sinestro. Sinestro. But the Catwoman one was a bit annoying, actually, because I was looking at my FlexPay schedule and thinking, oh, my gosh, I've got a lot happening here in January, and actually was thinking of cancelling something else. Um to make sure that I had the right amount of money for Catwoman. And then I didn't get around to it. Um, and then the 
I got a thing saying, you know, only a few days before that charge was meant to happen, which is like the final charge, so it's a fair bit, um, that like, oh, it's been pushed back another month. I thought, oh, oh I'm, yeah, I'm glad I'm, I didn't cancel that other thing then. Like, I can I can beat that. Uh, I was meant to get my uh, Conan. Uh, the, the reschedule was for early December. Um, I got an email saying that the Conan premium format has now been pushed back to May. Oh, my. So Ooh. I ordered it in July 2013. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> yeah. So wow. Cat- Catwoman hasn't been pushed back a lot. Like, Sinestro keeps getting pushed back. Yeah, um, he, yeah, he's been pushed back a lot. He just got pushed back again. And, um, also the, uh, sideshow R2D2, um, got pushed back as well. So more time to budget. Um, but <laughs> there you go. I do, I've got some big bad stuff on the way. So that's my acquisitions. Um, Adam, what about you? Well, I, uh, didn't get any toys for Christmas. I got a couple of video games. Um, I got my inflatable spider dildo sword from from uh, John. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yes, I. I um. The reason that I paused for a moment before I said your name is because I looked in the script and saw that and thought, "Good lord!" <laughs> but now I know what you're talking about. So <laughs> that's hilarious. It's fantastic. Oh, so, so just be careful what you ask for. I do pay attention to these things. Fantastic. <laughs> 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 well, that's great. Um, have you? Have you? I was going to say, have you used it yet? But that just sounds wrong. Have you? Um, I've inflated it. Yes. Pushed uh, <laughs> <laughs> it around, but that, it hasn't gone in any, in any orifices yet. No. Good to know. Yeah. Good to um, know. It does come with like a. I'm worried about what you're putting in your orifices. I can imagine. Having read your Facebook. Anyway, go on. <laughs> yeah. okay. uh, it's also got like a little uh, patching kit that comes with it as well in case you hurt the, the, oh. the spider dildo. <laughs> man, I, wish, I wish I'd got one now. That yeah. is serious stuff, man. Yeah. Um, the other thing I've done is uh, ordered some um, Formula One models that uh, I had on my Christmas list and didn't didn't get. So I've ordered myself a um, 1990 Tyrrell, uh, what is it, I ordered a 1962 slash 63 Lotus and a 1993 McLaren. So that'll keep me entertained for the rest of the year. That was just a, <laughs> oh, yeah. a jumble of words and dates to me, but there you <laughs> yeah. go. Yeah. Mm. Cool. Um, well, John, I seriously doubt that you can top the spider dildo, but what did you get? No, I can't. Um, actually, Mrs. Nerd conspired with the guys over at Intergalactic. We had been in there together, and she saw me pick up on something, and she saw it about the same time I did. And that it was a Biff Bang Pow, uh, Big Lebowski, the dude with Rug. Uh, he's like the, the Mego style uh, figure. So cool. she went ahead and got that for me. And um, it's pretty cool because that was like the first one. And he's pretty hard to find. And I had actually asked what the price was um, that day. And uh, I was like, oh, well, I won't ever be owning that. And she went back and kind of wheeled and dealed with him a little bit. So um, I ended up getting that. Yeah. So wow, uh, pretty cool. But I, I'm I'm debating on what I want to open him, but I, I don't want to open him. It's one of those don't things, you know. I know. I know. I'm struggling. Don't do it. <laughs> so, awesome. she she does a pretty good job of, you know, picking out items that I I never thought I would own or you know that I might have passed on for myself. So, mm-hmm. cool. So, 
Well, that is uh, the sum total of our acquisitions, unless anyone has anything else to report. Yeah. Yet. Okay. We are going to uh, come back in a moment, and we're going to review um, the year of toys in 2014. Um, but on our way out, I'm going to play um, something from our good friend Tom um, from Argentina, who sent us his uh, experience of collecting this year and what it was like to be a toy collector in Argentina, um, which I thought is worthwhile playing because we love Tom and uh, it's uh, quite eye-opening. So over to you, Tom, and then a break before the discussion. Hi, everyone. Another awesome year of toy collecting has come to an end. Or at least that's what I would have said if we lived in bizarre worlds. But we don't, and this year was awful for me. As some of you may know, I'm from Argentina, and as I've told in the podcast before, this year was very cruel to Argentinian collectors. Customs were virtually shut down, and you could only get a few items in the country each year without becoming an importer and paying impossible fees. I decided to focus on completing my comic book collection, so toy collecting, for me, stopped almost completely. It was a sad year for my inner child, but a happy year for my wallet and my shelf space, I guess. That's why I won't be doing a review now. What I want to do is say thanks. Because for me, the highlight of the year, as far as toy collecting goes, was not the toy in particular, but the community I'm part of. Being a member of the forum and also part of the podcast made me very happy and allowed me to share this passion with all the friends I made over the years, even if I was kinda out of the game. So thank you guys for sharing your toys, your statues, your incredible customs, Thank you for the laughs and the bloopers at the end of every podcast. Thanks for the cool pics and great reviews, and the news of stuff I wish I could have, and the ones I don't want to touch with a 10-foot pole. Thank you for the red cards. Yes, even for the red cards. So, I'm not playing the world's smallest violin right now, but I do realize this year that being part of this community Having found the friends I now have is much more a highlight to me than any chunk of plastic will ever be. So, see you guys online. Until next time, have a great 2015. This is Patrick Eukers, Hellbot on the forum from Western Pennsylvania. Just wanted to congratulate you guys on your 150th episode. I wasn't here from the beginning. I think it was your interview with Marvelicious Toys Arnie that brought me on board. And although the British accents were a little off-putting at first, it's the camaraderie between the hosts and the respect for the hobby and fan base that keeps me coming back. I love the overall coverage, the reviews, the toy retrospectives, and the in-depth creator interviews. Here's to many more episodes, guys. Oh, and by the way, have you ever discussed the origins of your opening theme? We're all 
always looking for the new best thing and there's new things coming in 2015 that we're excited about. But before we uh, get totally stuck in into the stuff that we want, I think it's a good opportunity to talk about the stuff that we got or didn't get this year and uh, what it was like to be a toy collector in 2014. So um We've got some different categories that we can kind of think about if we need help with the discussion, but collecting is a very personal uh, journey. It's different for each of us. So I thought if we kind of start just by sharing what our highlights of the year were, you know, in terms of if you had to pick out those, you know, two or three things that you got this year that you still think are really awesome, uh, what are they? And then we'll we'll go from there. So, um, Justin... Okay. What about you? What were the highlights of collecting this year for you? Okay, well, the first highlight for me was actually uh, purchasing my first statue. So I got that Phantom 12-inch from Icon Collectibles, which has since sold out. And uh, I had it out of the box the other day because I'm trying to organize the uh, collection around a bit. Um, So that's from... That sort of uh, highlight, a bit lower, a bit uh, lower scale would be... um, Master of the Universe Classics, we got a Rio Blast, which was really cool with all the uh, added bits and pieces. Um, now, also, just it, from another personal sort of thing, it's good to actually have uh, Han and Chewie on the shelf in six-inch form. Mm. Uh, I know Han was last year, Chewie was this year, so that was good for me as well. Um, and I guess things like the new Batman figures that have come out from the animated series are another highlight for me as well. I've just picked up a couple of those as well and getting a Black Cat uh, replacement for the horrible one we got from Toy Biz <laughs> in the six-inch scale was really good as well. So they're basically my personal highlights, but there's a few others that I didn't buy, but uh, for me, that's what I liked. Excellent. Yeah, very good. Well, that um, statue purchase, uh, of course, is so significant that it made it into our episode 150 uh, trivia contest questions. Yes. um, (laughs) That we uh, winners shortly to be announced. So very good. I heard that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Adam, what about you? Collecting highlights of 2014. I'm definitely very enamored with my um, J. Scott Campbell Mary Jane statue. Um, I think it's the most expensive thing that I've bought myself. Um, I think other, after that, <clears throat> I don't think I'm going to credit Hasbro at all with anything this year. Um, but I think figure arts and um, monster arts are, are going strong again. Um, I've enjoyed everything that I've gotten from them. Uh, I think Sailor Moon as a line was a, a good step. Um, it's going to do well with US buyers. I don't know how it'll go with the Japanese. They'll probably do okay. But I think shows like that and Dragon Ball Z. They're so old that it's really more the US fans that are still yeah. going on about it. Yeah. Um, and I also got my Godzilla and waiting for my Gamera for next year. Um, but that Godzilla is fantastic. So, And the accessory packs that go with that I got with it just make it look even better. So which Godzilla is that, sorry? I think I got one of the Toho ones, but I think it's... I'm not sure if it's one of the the classic ones or the 1980s ones because it doesn't look like it's the um 2000s odd one when they started making movies again but it, it doesn't look like it's the you know 50s 60s era so it's probably around the 80s era that it's meant to be for <laughs> mm. very good um john what about you collecting highlights 
Uh, you know, I don't know that I bought a whole lot of new stuff because um, probably my one of my favorite things was the Common Rider Gaim figure I got um, from Japan, and then uh, you know both of the the new figure arts Common uh, Rider stuff I got or all the recent stuff I've got um, kind of taken a step different direction for collecting. So um, not you know it's recent, but it's not this year. Um, I could see myself going more into those coming down the, the pike, you know. Um, I would like to get back into some vintage stuff, though, eventually, too. I, I've learned that over the last year. Um, like, maybe some adventure people or something, like, on that end. But, uh, you know, I think there's plenty of good stuff out there. It's just, uh, you know, I, I think I've said before, I like to see stuff before I buy it. So, uh, not a lot on shelves has led to me not buying a lot of new stuff. <laughs> so, if you had to kind of tag an acquisition this year as your favorite, what would it be? It would be the Common Rider Gaim figure. Okay, wow. I, I, I really I really enjoyed that because I, I think it, it's, um, you know, that mid-range between um, an action figure that, you know, a kid could play with and a collector-friendly um, representation of what's on the show. Hmm. That's cool. Yeah. Mr. Ben, what about you? Uh, looking back over my purchases for the year, um, lots of good stuff. I think with the little guys, um, there was some pretty amazing stuff, um, things that I'd not, not forgotten about, but um, just probably hadn't given enough credit to, such as the um, the Monster Arts King Kong with um, all the interchangeable parts. I think that was a pretty amazing purchase. Um, I think some of the Funko Legacy Game of Thrones figures were were pretty neat, like um, the Hound. Um, uh, I also really liked the... Um, uh, the Star Lord from the Thanos Imperative Marvel Legends set, but mm. I think I'll have to go. Um, you know, my my winner in the little category would have to be uh, the same as Justin and, and the Star Wars Black Chewbacca. Um, when they announced the Star Wars Black line, this is the figure that immediately came to mind. You know, it had to have Chewie. So that was, um, yeah, I think that was a pretty pretty amazing year for for the little guys, despite certain companies not producing much. Um, I think one of the yeah. The big surprises for me is I haven't collected Lego for quite some time um, since I sort of finished the Indiana Jones series and got rid of all my Batman stuff. But um, I pre-ordered the Simpsons Lego house the, the minute that uh, I was able to because I just thought it was absolutely amazing. Um, and then uh, moving on to the the big guys, um, Scott, you and I reviewed a lot of the same stuff, um, you know, uh, even together on the show and, and even gave out a few tens. And I think um, there were some amazing statues that came out this year. Um, yeah. really stunning stuff. I think, you know, we both gave the, the Sideshow Superman premium format 10 out of 10. And yeah. um, I also picked up, like, the Indiana Jones Pursuit of the Ark statue, which is um, just stunning in its level of detail. Um, so there was, you know, a, a lot of really, really good statues. We also saw the end of the last phase of Bowen with some nifty stuff there. Um, but I think... In terms of my item of the year, uh, above you know all else, it's hands down the uh, the sideshow collectibles Hellboy premium format statue. Um, just exceeded my expectations in in every way. Uh, I just think it's absolutely exquisite. Oh, very good. Mm. Yeah, that that's. Um, I'm glad that you ended up saying something different than me <laughs> because we did collect so many you know similar things this year too. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, for me, I guess on the 
the figures. And when I look back on 2013, I really didn't buy a lot of action figures. I was really focused on statues, and there was not a lot figure-wise that was really um, grabbing my attention. Um, but when I look back on this year, I actually did buy more in the three and three quarter and six inch scale. And particularly, you know, I really have to give a nod to DC collectibles, I think for, um, you know, what they've done in terms of their output, both with the new 52 stuff, which, you know, I've cherry picked, but I have enjoyed. Um, but the Batman animated figures, um, while certainly they're not perfect and, um, some people have experienced issues with them quality control wise. Uh, I'm, they make me excited about collecting at that scale, which I haven't felt for quite a while. Um, mm. so, you know, that, that is a good and, uh, fun thing, you know, something different and, uh, that, you know, they have really, I think, achieved, um, uh, a approach to it that is true to the property, but also fun to collect. So it makes me excited mm. about collecting those in the future. Um, on the statue side, um, a quieter year in one sense because Bowen, um, started off, you know, strong, but is between cycles at the moment. So finished quietly. Um, but the wallet says hooray to, to that. Um, but, you know, highlights wise, I'd have to pick out the, um, on, on the lower side of statues, the cover girl's mirror, I really thought was beautiful. Yeah. Um, beautiful job. On the large side, I can't go past the premium format Superman. Mm. Um, you know, it's just one of those pieces that still catches my eye when I look past, when I walk past it. Um, the Batman is an amazing piece. And I think, but the Superman, there's something about it that just kind of takes it to that next level. Yeah. Yeah. It's It's just, it's beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. It's the kind of thing that I can imagine still enjoying having when I'm 70. Mm. You know, like where a lot of things. Are, well, that's next year. I know. So, yay. That worked out well, didn't it? <laughs> yeah. I don't know why, but I'm just, I think because I, like I've got aging parents and aging in-laws who are downsizing or whatever, and it's made me kind of stop and look at my collection and some things you kind of think, you know what, if I had, you know, if my mother-in-law at her age had to deal with that, it would drive me crazy because it's too small or too fiddly or whatever. But, you know, that, so, but there's some stuff you kind of think, you know, I'll have that till I die. And yeah. that's that's definitely one of them. So big highlight for sure. Mm, cool. Um, so maybe in terms then of things that you didn't buy um, or didn't rate, you know, but but in your personal highlights, but that you thought were interesting releases this year in any category, um, you know, good good or bad, um, you know, what 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 were they? Anybody? Star Wars Black Darth Vader. Okay. Yeah, I didn't even mention Star Wars, but I really did enjoy collecting that too. <laughs> but I, yeah, but, I don't know. It kind of got overshadowed yeah. at the end of the year. Yeah. There was yeah. a um, samurai variant thing. I think Revol Tech were doing of Vader. That oh yeah, that was interesting cool. and different. Yep. They, yeah, they've done a few figures now in that that line. Yeah. The, the uh, Revol Tech uh, uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles was uh, pretty cool, but uh, price kept me out of that. Mm. Mm. They, were, they came with slices of pizza from memory. Yeah, actual yeah. pizza. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Wow. <laughs> There's a um, they all have a expiration of... dates on there. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but I, I think someone I think deserves an honourable mention is um, 
you know, we've given Mezco a, an awful lot of grief this year in particular for their um, their Breaking Bad stations. But um, I, I thought the announcement of those um, six-inch sort of mixed-media figures, you know, mm. admittedly it was the, the Dark Knight, which is not everyone's favourite Batman, but the fact that they're actually giving these a try, I think, is uh, pretty impressive because um, they followed it up with Judge Dredd, which I think, you know, Justin just about had a... Yeah. A fit over because it's pretty darn impressive. So, you know, look, they're, there was they're giving it a bit no, of a go. Sorry, no, no. Yeah, there was an announcement on their Facebook page yesterday. Uh, something Justice is coming. Oh, and, cool, cool. And, uh, yeah, his boots were just showing, so can't be too far away. Oh, very good. Yep. yep. Very mm-hmm. good. Yeah, yeah. I, think, I think on that same that same line, you got to mention NECA and their uh, Pacific Rim line. You know, mm. you would have thought, okay, here's the movie, we'll do four figures, and we're done. But yep. they, they just keep you know, putting them out there and improving on what they've done. So um, I think they deserve some. (laughs) I don't mind the monsters. It was just the acting. (laughs) The humans. The humans. Yeah. (laughs) One of my favorite releases this year was the, uh, the hot toys, elder predator, simply because um, hot toys are actually re-releasing some of these figures, um, fully retooled, like completely new figures. And, uh, you know, the elders is one of the ones that, that most collectors are after because of the, um, I guess the the level of extra detail that, that needs to go into it, and uh, that's great because I can remember when um, the first one was you know selling on eBay for three thousand um, well, you know, dollars. Pe- people taking advantage of that. So uh, yeah. anyone who you know paid over a thousand bucks will suck in. <laughs> <laughs> it's exciting to me that there seem to be more players um, in the market. You know, there's mm. not just the same. Um, couple uh but if you if you like stuff um there's probably more than one company producing stuff for that property so if you don't like what one company is doing then maybe what another what another one is doing would suit you um and even with similar you know with dc licenses you know etc which um they seem to have been a little bit more uh generous with in recent times we've got more companies producing dc product you know, it's it's. I think it's an mm. exciting time to be a collector. You know, even I'm I'm not collecting f- figures from Funko, um, but I think it's great that they're doing it. You know, yeah, just as an yeah, example absolutely. that people with with obviously some real um, creativity are having a go. Mm. You, you know, you got to give Funko credit for this year for being. I, I think this year compared to the years previous, they've really brought toy collecting as a pop culture thing. Oh, yeah. You know, because it's not just people like us buying pop vinyls and reactions. It's it's all sorts of people. And I think yeah. they've, you know, they've infiltrated into pop culture now to where that's kind of cool. And you, you got to give them credit for that. I Absolutely. Think. I mean, even the, you know, the fact that the previously mentioned, you know, Bundai's affects burning flame, like, thinking outside the box like that, they're kind of saying, well, hey, you know, six-inch action figures aren't selling the way they once were, but, um, hey, you know, here's some cool stuff that can enhance your existing figures. Yeah. No, I think that goes for the, you know, the Godzilla accessories and stuff too. Mm. Yeah, I think yeah. they've really went out of their way on that one. Yep. Yep. But it also... And, you know... Oh, go ahead, No, go ahead. Okay. Um, I just think it's good because it, they've kind of said, look, you know, if they, if you actually look at some of the things that we were saying, even last year and year before that and whatever, we've been saying that maybe there is that point where you start saying, I reduce the cost of my figure 
and you don't get the accessories, but if you really wanted to, would you buy a pack of accessories? And, and as far as I'm concerned, they're answering that question by saying, yeah, absolutely, yes, people exactly. pay for accessories. Yep. Yeah, they don't have to have everything in the box. That's they'll right. pay for a box of accessories. Yep. I mean, even if on the high end, if you look at what Hot Toys is doing, where they're you know, producing accessory pack. I mean, it's all Iron Man, but still, um, yeah, the, the, there is a, a call for that stuff, and people who are serious about their collecting want diorama pieces. They want... Um, stands and options for how to display stuff, and I think people are definitely responding to that. Yeah, yeah. I think we should yeah. take some credit for that, really. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah. Slice of the pie. Yeah, for sure. We should get some royalties for it too. Is our mm-hmm. idea, you know? <laughs> um, and uh, <clears throat> who who maybe has not excited? Yeah. Let's just get Mattel out of the way. Blah, giant uh, red card. You suck. <sighs> um, yeah. What else? Look, do you know what their Mattel's biggest red card probably was, though? Was the whole Doomsday thing? That was this uh, year, wasn't it? Oh, yeah. No, yeah. I, I'd, I'd even it's go ongoing. That. I, um, yeah. there, you know, there's, there's plenty of candidates for like the biggest red card of the year, but I, I started jotting down a couple and Mattel still came out on top because, um, they, they essentially produced next to nothing um, while holding one of the world's biggest pop culture licenses. Hmm. You know, yep. I mean, these yep. characters are universal. Everybody knows Superman. Everybody knows Batman, and they did sweet FA. Yeah, I just I, I, it boggles the mind. Yeah, uh, it really does. At a time where you can go into any shop and buy. Well, I mean, you can go into so many different types of shops and buy merchandise related to these characters. Mm. You know, like you go to, um, you want a bathrobe with um, Wonder Woman on it or... Coffee mug. Yeah, slippers, anything. It is absolutely everywhere. And yet, I mean, look, granted, for the kind of stuff that we would like to collect, it is a smaller market than those things and it's a tough market, but still. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but if the Funkos and the NECAs can do it, exactly, they, they should have the resources exactly. to do that stuff. I mean, there is a whole, um, there's a new pop culture store that has opened up uh, in our local big shopping center. Um, and I went in there today for the first time, and it is full of Funko, mm. DC collectibles, you know, is, is big in there. There's stacks of DC stuff, um, in there alongside your other Funko stuff, Walking Dead, you know, et cetera, but more, actually more than Marvel, um, in, in terms of that, that stuff that I know it really struck out to me in terms of like, you know, you got your Funko fabrications and, um, DC collectibles has had a really good output this year. There's mm-hmm. lots of good stuff and it. it's just, that they have really wasted something. Yeah. But, you know, to be yeah. fair, while Mattel, you know, didn't exactly blow us away, I think had Hasbro certainly had their, um, you know, their dips as well. I mean, you know, you, you show all these um, prototype Marvel Legends figures at all these shows and get everyone excited, and then you would go around to the retailers and say, hey, you know, we've got all these figures, you're ready to put them on your shelves, and they turn around and go, no. Mm-mm. I was like, yep. oh, well, maybe we shouldn't have shown the general public because now, you know, they're not getting their Batroc or their Blizzard or the rest of their wrecking crew, um, you know, and with, what, 36 figures still, um, you know, that have been shown that still haven't made it out to shelves, that's that's pretty poor. And, and also I think um, I, I think we have to give, a, a you know, an award to Hasbro for, for Star Wars Black Jabba 
I mean, you know, they produced what's possibly the most boring figure on the shelves. <laughs> like, you know, a, a black box with a slug in it. I mean, it, you know, <laughs> they didn't do anything exciting with it. And, well, what you know, to, sorry, Justin. No, go on. You're probably about to say the thing I'm about to say. <laughs> no, 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 go. Somebody say it. Yeah. Okay, I was just going to say uh, Making Jubilee. The BAF, the builder yeah. figure, was ridiculous, uh, long-awaited figure. Uh, packing in the Mandroid chest piece with Black Widow and then yeah, short packing her to everyone. So yeah. Yeah. that's uh, another point for that. And that's about <laughs> it for uh, <laughs> Hasbro. Well, I'd like to... Relaunching, yeah. I had relaunching Marvel Universe under another name and then making, you know, at least a third of the figures complete reuse. Yeah. And the rest of them, or another 50% of what's left is some partial reuse. It's just ridiculous. Having said all that, when you think about, uh, you know, life of a Marvel collector at retail this year versus DC, um, yes, they made a lot of missteps, but it, but they do have product out there. That's wrong. You know, and, th- and, and I think that's where, you know, for me, who, you know, more inclined to buy the DC stuff, um, where I get frustrated because, uh, you know, you cannot walk into a, um, Brick and mortar retail toy section and not see Marvel stuff, but you certainly can walk into them and not see DC stuff. Mm, mm. Um, fact, even if so it's not the Marvel stuff that you want, it's still there. Yeah, and there's so little DC stuff they've um, they just cram it in with the Marvel stuff. Anyway. Yeah, exactly. So, but just counter to what John said about Funko, um, you know, I think if Funko want to be a major player in the action figure, um, or actually in in most of their stuff, they really need to update. Uh, they need to up their game in the the quality assurance. Yeah, because they they had some shocking quality problems in both their pops and their um, legacy lines. Indeed, Great. well, you can see there's teething pains there. Obviously, like, and the, their their growth, uh, the 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 rate of their growth is the one thing that worries me. Can they yeah. actually keep up with it in terms of quality, etc.? Yeah. Um, and we definitely saw the um, the stretch marks, as it yeah. were, this year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What you, else? You know, kinda... <laughs> Sorry. Oh, I was I was going to go something something good. I'll oh, go for it. Go for something good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. You know, I as I'm sitting here, I kind of noticed off to the right of my right elbow, I've probably got you know, 20, 30 Lego figures. Mm. You know, sitting mm. here, and they're all from this year. And I, I think Lego kind of snuck in there. They're they're probably one of the biggest players this year that just aren't talked about. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if you think about all their little blind bag figures, and you know, you had the Lego movie earlier in the year with all of those sets, and um, you know, some of the other sets that came out. I, I think they're probably a lot bigger player than what what you'd think. You know, they just kind of we just kind of expect that from them. And, <laughs> I was going to say that. I think probably they're not talked about because they just don't seem to put a foot wrong, really. They're, they're doing such a good job that you just kind of expect it. And they did have a yeah. lot of volume. Between the superhero stuff, the oh, Star yeah. Wars stuff, there was an awful lot of stuff coming out. But I think so um, So too did NECA. Like they, they obviously don't need to be the biggest company or the smallest. They just seem to be pacing themselves quite well and, and chugging along with mm. you know, more aliens, Predator and, and, and stuff like that. Well, a, a good example of this is um, I went to uh, my Walmart on, on Boxing Day, essentially, and it wasn't Boxing Day here, but we'll just say Boxing Day. And Thank you. Uh, I went by the Lego aisle, and and uh, it was wiped clean. <laughs> like, I mean, there was, you know, maybe 20 boxes of Lego stuff well, left. Well, You know, and what had been a full aisle, you know, just a couple of weeks before. Huh. 
So mm-hmm. parents were out there buying. Yep. Good on your parents. <laughs> Excellent. Any closing remarks as we say goodbye to the toy collecting year that was 2014? Yeah, I've got three words. Okay. Urinate the boy. (laughs) 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 Oh, awesome. What else can we say? And we'll be right back with feedback. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my gosh. (laughs) That was a good one. Can anyone add anything to that? Uh, I think we got through an entire year without anyone buying an action figure of that um, Japanese guy who gets around with his hand in his pants. Yeah. (laughs) True. True. (laughs) Anyone have anything any more serious to say? No, No, I think think, think it was a good year. Yeah, yeah. I mean, most of the lines are still chugging along, like Marvel Legends continues in some form, Star Wars Black's continuing in some form. Um, you know, and, and I hope that some of the lines that we really enjoyed this year are, um, you know, giving those companies a bit of feedback on the sorts of stuff that we want to see this year. Yep. So. Yes. For sure. Well, we also uh, put this out to social media to ask you what you thought about the uh, year that was, your highlights and lowlights. Uh, ben, do you want to share some Facebook ones with us? Sure, I can do that. Uh, there was a few, actually. Um, and um, <laughs> Mike Payne said that he the best figure he picked up was the Unicorn Gundam. Um, the Gundam which, Unicorn. That's right, right. that's right. Yeah. Um, Patrick Giannopoulos said the 50th anniversary Giojo Destro. Um, and he was um, always on the fence with Star Wars Black, but said that thanks to us, um, we gave him a reason to start hunting them. Um and yes, he's he's army building stormtroopers, so look out then. <laughs> oh dear. I noticed that in his picture and thought, oh he's got the Ben disease. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> um somebody by the name of the Devil's Favourite Demon um said oh, he um picked up the uh, the Vader and Chewy figures, uh but also the WWE Elite Road Warriors, uh and also the seven inch Michael Keaton Batman. Um and that was an interesting one because I think um you know what started off as a bit of a goofy idea for NECA has really taken off and, and fans have embraced it. Um as I think they're producing about their sixth sort of um video game inspired figure now. So um so that was pretty cool and um I think uh what we should um probably throw out to is um to a chap by the name of james young who um who mentioned that he's actually the best part of 2014 is that he's still here because he's currently awaiting a heart transplant so um james if you're listening we uh, we hope you're you're doing okay mate and it kind of um really keeps our collecting in perspective when when someone's waiting on sure. something as serious as that so yeah. um yeah stay strong buddy absolutely yeah, and uh, I'll finish off with um, Clint Felton, who said the most confusing and creepy figure was a uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Raphael with a um, really oddly placed um, knot in his belt that obviously <laughs> has some kind of um, uh, spinning um uh, yeah, uh, it's interactive, and he has a red spinning knob. I don't know what else to say. Oh, dear. <laughs> oh dear. Yeah, I, I saw that figure in stores recently, and I had the same, the same <laughs> thoughts on it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
very good. Yes. Well, thank you to everyone, and thank you also to um, those who contributed. Um, it definitely was a year, that's for sure. Hmm. Yes. And there's another one coming? Yep. It was a year. It sure is. <laughs> for sure. Awesome. Well, we will um, stop the discussion there, uh, but it can continue online. You can obviously send us your highlights and lowlights of 2014 because we know that we don't collect everything so we might have totally missed the boat as far as you're concerned or uh, maybe you agree either way you can email us at podcast at actionfigureblues.com or tweet at us at afblues or email us to uh, let us know and uh, speaking of that kind of feedback we will be right back at the moment with a little bit of feedback and also announce our 150th episode competition winners huzzah yay Hey guys, this is Eddie3429 here, uh, calling out from Melbourne, Australia. I'm a collector of pretty much anything plastic and articulated, main focus at the moment being Masters of the Universe Classic, but yeah, I'll take anything I can get my hands on. For instance, I just brought a whole bunch of Ben 10 figures from Kmart since they are $1, even though I don't collect the line, but just wanted to say a big happy 150th episode to all the guys out there at Action Figure Blues. Cheers. Uh, well, before we finish off, we have some feedback from our listeners. We love hearing from you. Um, I just mentioned all of our contact details before. Um, email us, tweet at us, Facebook us, etc. Um, speaking of Twitter, I had a great um, Twitter uh, conversation this week with the awesome Jerry Ordway. Um, about, uh, DC figures and Adam Smasher and Commandy and Obsidian. Um, so hi, Jerry. Yay. I'm sure you're listening. <laughs> <laughs> uh, John, you got some feedback. Yep. Um, my friend Tom M, he was, he sent me a little message, uh, through my Facebook and he had said, just listen to episode 148. I should have been more of ver- a bit more verbose in my answer to the best Christmas because if y'all remember right, he said he got a Sky Striker. He said that the, he went on to add the G.I. Joe Hall that year included two APCs, two headquarters, a dragonfly, a wolverine, a hiss, a viper, and a falcon glider. Christ. Goodness me. Two headquarters. That's insane. I know. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Yeah. yeah. Speaking of the Christmas episode, um, Cavball, um, on our forum said, I really enjoyed the Christmas episode. It was nice hearing about opening your toys as a kid and remembering my own. Thanks for all the work you guys do putting on the podcast. Aww. Aww. Thank oh. you, Cavball. Hmm. Yeah. Um, now we had a contest. We, John put together some trivia questions, um, for, uh, you to answer and, uh, people who sent in the right answers. And, um, not everybody who emailed got all of these right, I have to say. Um, uh, but the people that did, um, went into a hat for two great prize packs, which I'll talk about in a moment. But first of all, we obviously have to give the answers. So, John, do you have the question list? Yes, I do. I am right here in front of me. Thanks for being so organized. Um, the So, question number one was what? Two guests interviewed on the show are married. However, they appeared on different episodes. Who are they? 
And the correct answer? That would be Katrina and Eric Aranya. Katrina, we interviewed way back. Um, she was one of the first probably action figure people we, yeah. I think we interviewed. Yeah, yeah. And then um, Eric Aranya, we interviewed as part of the boss fight. Ah, uh, um, excellent. Piece we did. So Fantastic. Well done. And uh, question number two was about Kickstarter, right? Yep. Name three Kickstarter projects that one or more of the hosts have contributed to. And speaking of boss fight, I obviously contributed to theirs. I also contributed to the Marauder Kickstarter yes. for a figure. And uh, Scott has contributed to the Papa Bear, mm-hmm. which, if you'll remember, the, right, the, we had that. Um, then we had uh, Eli with his – or was that you, Justin, with the IM Elemental? No, that was Eli. Yeah, that was we Eli. had that one. Yep. Mm-hmm. That was Eli. And um, don't forget Amazing Heroes. Uh, we had Amazing Heroes, and I think there was one more, wasn't there? Uh, Maybe. There was the the monster thing. Bob Monster. Well, um, there, but I can't they got a full line. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, Legendary yeah. Monsters. That's the one. Yes. Yeah, still yeah. still waiting for that one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, but I mean, there was, there's plenty of them that we have contributed to. So. Absolutely. Yeah, I think if... I think three was probably an easy, easy reach for that one. Yeah, well, I, well, I was impressed actually that people. I thought that could be a bit of a stumper because yeah. you really had to listen, but people seem to have no problem with that. So, good job. Which um, really terrifies me. I know. <laughs> but people they're listening. Listen. I know. Uh, and then the Funko one. Yeah, we would have obviously been looking for uh, pop vinyl, which you kind of gave away last week. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, when, when you read the questions, Spoilers. but that's okay. I, I was okay with that. Yeah. Um, you got the legacy line, the reaction line, mystery minis, um, the fabrications. So there were, you know, I'm probably even forgetting a few, but there's, there's plenty of them out there. Oh, very good. Very oh. good. Oh, and by the way, um, Stacy Raider had gotten a, uh, fabrications Boba Fett it looked like for Christmas and I asked her about the Yoda and she thought he was cute but she wouldn't buy him because he had a cane instead of a lightsaber oh. <laughs> fair enough oh, that's hilarious okay fair enough the Justin question only only well, um, Justin what, what? only member of the podcast to get his own question <laughs> ah, Justin excellent. what was your first statue purchase I collected the Phantom statue from Icon Collectibles. He was a 12-inch statue, and he's all in his purple glory. Uh, currently boxed. So that was my first statue purchase. Yay! <laughs> Very good. And again, people so, got so that. awesome. And this... Oh, yeah, that was good. I know. I was impressed um, also. The people, last one? Sorry, people, not only did they get that it was a Phantom, but they got Icon Collectibles as well. Cool. Oh, cool. Wow. Yeah. Brand recognition. I know. Good job, guys. Hear that icon? Yeah. Hear that? (laughs) (laughs) And last and possibly least. Yeah. Yeah. Finally, the She-Ra Prince is a power character, but Motu figure has a bio that says he's a firefighter. Who is he? Justin? You want to take a guess? Snoutspout. It is Snoutspout. Very good. Well done. Very good. Okay. So, had uh, quite a number of entries. I've done the... Um, virtual hatch thing and pulled out two, uh, correct answers to receive prizes. So, um, the first prize, uh, is from Mike's comics and stuff and it is a Walking Dead prize pack of, uh, I know, Walking Dead figures. And that one is going to Todd Sloan. Yay, Todd. Yay! Yay, 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 Yay,
The Toddster. The Toddster. <laughs> right. Um, please email your complaints about your um, nickname to Justin at... Uh, and then... He, did. he didn't go toddler. I mean... Toddler. Oh, that would be really bad, wouldn't it? Sorry, Todd. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then the uh, second prize, which is from our uh, sponsors, Raid Collections, they are actually giving away a doomsday... Um, uh-huh, cool. I know, which they apparently have, so that's even more exciting. <laughs> wow. I know, very good. And that is going to Patrick Eukers, who I believe is Hellbot, is he not? Huzzah! Hooray! Yeah. Uh, Yay! Good job. Good job. So. stuff. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well done. Very good. I can't believe I created 400 aliases and still didn't win. <laughs> <laughs> yes, well, um, the spam filter apparently mm. did did its job. So, yes, yeah. well, when you make them Ben, Ben two, Ben three, yeah. Ben four, it's a little bit obvious. <laughs> That's how we ended up with so many Eddies. I know. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. Well, we did it. I can't believe that we've done 150 shows. I uh, know. Cripes. Yeah. Some some of us haven't. Well, <laughs> later. well, but I mean, I don't think with for without um Adam and John joining, I don't think we'd still be going. So, um, right. yeah, yeah, you guys, <laughs> yeah, I'm for, very lazy. <laughs> well, <laughs> not yeah. yeah, uh, but huge thank you to everybody. Obviously, um, you know, we we do this because we you know, like chatting to each other. And so we might as well record it and share it. But the fact that people like listening to it and, um, enjoy what we're doing is really exciting. So thank you everybody out there. Um, and please um, stick with us because we're still going strong and we're looking forward to, um, the year ahead. So thanks everybody. Um, and, uh, take care. Bye. Happy new year. Everybody. Yeah. Oh, happy new sorry. year. Bye. I'm Wish Norm Fogel the uh, best oh, of wishes yeah. as well. Yeah, Absolutely. he was uh, suffered a stroke on the left hand side of his body, and he's a left hand artist, so that's oh. terrible. But he's in a nursing home now, apparently, and he's receiving the care that it, that um, he has to undertake. So, best wishes to Norm. Hmm. Absolutely, take care, Norm. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye. Thanks. Well, now it's time for everybody's favorite podcast. Oh, actually, no, it's not. Instead of the usual name that, John, who is also known as Engineer Nerd from TV and Phil's Phil, Phil, after <laughs> <laughs> That's a great website. I love well, that. Well, who's website. this guy then? Yeah. TV and Phil's toys. TV and Phil's toys. I'm not game enough to go to that website. That's right. I don't know what kind of toys that is. Mm. Okay, let's try that again, shall we? Okay, here we go. God. TV and Film Toys.com. God damn it, man. Change the name of your website. I know. Now we have to do the whole segment over because you won't change your website's name. That's just bad team playing. Is that, can I hear sirens? Yep. Is that you, it's Justin? Uh, well, it's not me physically, but uh, <laughs> it's. Uh... <laughs> I found him. <laughs> are you in trouble with Are you in trouble with the popo again? Yeah, dude. 
low profile. <laughs> there you go, Pasquale Menendez. They finally found her. <laughs> I'm. A, I may have to whisper. Use <laughs> 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 and witness protection. Oh man. <laughs> I'm restarting the call. Okay. Okay. Hello. Hello. Oh, did you? Oh, that's why I couldn't call everyone. Did you just call me? No, I didn't. Oh. <laughs> I, was, oh, I was in purgatory. Now <laughs> <laughs> we've lost everyone else. Just the two of us. Yeah, like I said, purgatory. No! <laughs>